Guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. Beef sticks back, back, back. Tell a friend. It's the return of the monster. It's pasty. And fat Mac. And boy, are we tasty. Ooh, boy, are we tasty. And fat. Yeah. And we back. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. Been a couple weeks, Fat Mac. Damn right. It's been a busy couple weeks. We've had to get ready. We got a lot to build up for. On this week's show, we've got the preview to WrestleMania and the preview to NXT New York. Then next week's show, we've got the results of all of those shows, plus the Hall of Fame. And after that, Pasty... Possibly bigger than both of those shows... Is the 100th episode Spectacular Granza. Yes, indeed. Keep it at 100 with Pasty and Fat Mac. Woo! Coming at you live in just two weeks. Two! 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 two, two. I'm glad we're on the same page there. Oh, that was man. beautiful. We don't even have to fucking write this stuff. We feel each other <laughs> pretty like good we, nowadays. It's like we never miss the day. Damn right. <laughs> and you folks don't have to miss a day. Just make sure that you subscribe. Subscribe so you get your content all the time, every week, where and when you want it on your preferred streaming service. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram. Uh, If you really want to dig for it, you can probably find us on Discord. Yeah, Beefsticks Podcast, baby. We out here. And you can always email us at beefstickspodcast at gmail.com. But don't hit us up for jerky. We only provide the jerks. Damn right. I'm jerking it right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good jerking. Yes, yes, yes. We linking, stinking, and drinking. Ooh. Back in the saddle, baby. Of course, we couldn't be back in the saddle without our lovely sponsors, such as Get your small runner bulk orders on decals, stickers, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, glassware, jerseys, and many other types and styles of fabrics, along with custom-made graphics and logo design services offered. Monsterwear Clothing is your one-stop shop for the shit you pop. I better stop. I'm not as good at rhyming as I used to be. (laughs) But it worked. And of course, you can't have monster wear with a little bit of quality qualities from Wilmer, Minnesota. Boy, that dude Saint has been working hard since the Cut Calhoun show in Rush City. He's been getting orders in for t-shirts left and right, and he's still looking for more work to do. So hit him up at qualitiestshirtco at gmail.com. That link is going to be in the description. Qualities T-Shirt Co. providing you with all the finest t-shirt needs you can find. Support local. Support what matters. Support Minnesota. And what better way to support Minnesota than who? Goddamn, today, it's coming out. Wilmer Mania is going down today, brother. Tonight only. Coming at 6 p.m. So for those of you out of state, you better get in your time machines and get here fast. Doors open at 6. Bell time is 7 p.m. Yes, yes, yes. Ringside seats are $15. General admission is $10. And kids 8 and under are free. Tickets available online at VitalCulture.com, Pep's Barbershop, and Relentless Inc. Or pick them up at the door. 
Yes, that's right. Wilmer City Auditorium, 313 6th Street Southwest, Wilmer, Minnesota, 56201. Don't miss out on former WWF star Tony DiNucci and Randy the Rainmaker Reigns. Snoochie Noochies. I got a little Snoochie Noochie the other day. (laughs) Make sure to check out AWF Wrestling at ProAWF.com. You can always catch them also on Channel 45 TV, Saturdays at noon. And if you want, all of their shows are available on YouTube. Go to YouTube and just put in ProAWF. All right. Support that local Minnesota wrestling. It is great family-friendly content. And you'll love every minute of it, and you'll feel really good while you do it. And Always if you blessed. pay close attention, they do plenty of free shows to support you, the fans. They do a lot of free shows. Tony Danucci is on top of his game, brother. Speaking of on top of the game in local wrestling, though, First Wrestling is now available on Fight TV! Fight TV! Which is pretty fucking epic. I, I want to oh, yeah. get it now. I actually have the urge to get fight tv if it was only on any of my devices that's a good reason to get the old fight tv app not only do you get your ring of honors your impact wrestling your new japan your aew but you can get local shit like first wrestling man that blows my mind is straight blasted in outer space fat mac and if you feel like you're in outer space you would get along just great at the Galactic Get Down. Folks, there is only 104 days left to the event. Damn, it's getting close. Damn, it feels good to be a get down. It does. You need to set your phasers to fun, but you already knew that. They're going to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 1-1 moon landing in interstellar style. At the fourth pasty count at one, two, three, four. Four. Fourth annual Galactic Get Down. You know your boy Pasty and you know your boy Fat Mac have not missed a GGD and we're not going to start this year. We're going to be there. You can come check us out. You can come to the booth. You can talk to us. We're going to be doing interviews. We put on so many little shenanigans shows. And I mean, with it being the 50th anniversary of the Apollo moon landing, I'm pretty sure we're going to have some deep, dark conspiracy discussions. And try to expose the truth for ourselves. Oh, you know it, baby. You know it. This is a three-day outer space-themed music and camping festival that is located in the outskirts of Houston, Minnesota, at the breathtaking Outback Ranch. There are going to be two stages, so that means there's going to be no overlapping music. No! Yes, there is something for everyone at the get-down. Because it's family friendly, and that means there are plenty of activities on site with a variety of artists painting and creating all weekend. There's independent food vendors to satisfy every one of your little munchies. And with craft and art vendors lining the walkways in the midway. Get on my living room wall. You will definitely find something to add to your collection. Get on my body. And Pasty, this just in this week, we got some of the newest yeah. names added to the Galactic Get it's Down like a list. Whole second lineup. Should I tell them about it? I think you should tell them. I'm going to tell them. You're not only going to get so many of the folks that we talked about before, 
but you're also going to get the lowest pair. Couldn't Shh. think it would possibly get lower than Pasty White and Fat Mac, but it does. Somebody got lower. It's mind-boggling. Chase Mackay, you got the Bob Pat Band. Yes, yes. Rampant Roots. Gus Royale. The Swashbuckler. Fishbane Jeffrey. John Sullivan. Chase Ingram. Tyler Rennie. Sammy Danger Strings. We also got Jeremy Beeman, Danny Reese, Luminos, no, Tony, Trey Thompson, Ira Hayes, and the Strays. And you can call him a drunken Ira Hayes if you wish, to quote Johnny Cash. All of that, plus your hosts, Dead Larry, and so many more. At the GGD Galactic Get Down Camping Music Festival in Houston, Minnesota, July 18th through the 20th this year, Outback Ranch. Do not miss it. Let's get weird. You can go to galacticgetdown.com to pick up your tickets for this space mission. Admission to the greatest weekend of your life, Pacey, is 110 bucks only. That's for all the days, full through. That's 100 bucks total. The tax is included. That's where the 10 comes from, so you don't got to worry about counting out for the government. We're telling you right now, 110. Leave the government out of this shit. And as always, Galactic Get Down is brought to you by the aforementioned Dead Larry, Seahorse Productions, and Vicarious Visions. Yes, indeed. And this week, John Mirren, one part of the Founding Fathers team of the Galactic Get Down, put out a mission. He is seeking a total of 12, count them, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 free mannequins. So if you've got any mannequins sitting out in your back shed, you creepy fuck, hit us up. Let's get these mannequins for the get down. You never know what they're going to do. They always got some insane art displays all around the whole place. And you got to explore to find everything. It's a whole lot of fun. I don't know if they want my mannequins. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if they want to know what I've done to them. Just bleach them first. It'll be okay. Bleach them. Cleanse them with fire. Uh, do something to make sure they don't talk, you know. I hope with all these mannequins coming, there better be a major award there. <laughs> I want to see the fucking leg lamp from Christmas Story. I don't give a shit. It better be there. This many mannequins, you can you can donate a leg. This may be a sci-fi themed music festival in the summer, but we need that leg lamp. Let's be honest, a leg lamp is as sci-fi as it gets, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it's not really in this world. I mean, don't get me wrong, Dan Harmon would love it. But that guy's into those things. He's got a fetish. Fetish. He's got a mannequin leg fetish. Mannequin Skywalker. But I hope they do. See, I think they're gonna do like a, a Star Trek bridge setup with them. That's that's my thought. Riker to the bridge. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. I'm really looking forward to it. And goddamn, it's coming up fast. <laughs> it always seems like it's so far away that all of a sudden it's like, holy shit! Well, when you think it's about it, in months and how fast a month goes, it's only a couple months away. Damn it! I'm telling you, Ooh. it's insane. It's only, it's only, it's only just short of a month after the kids get out of school. Oh, right. blast us! Uh-huh. Crazy stuff going on, man. Crazy, fucking crazy. Wild, wild and wacky. 
Lots to talk about this week. Lots to get through. Lots to truck on for. So let's get right into it with the Savage Sentinel, our WrestleMania roundup. You know, you wouldn't expect anything less coming into WrestleMania weekend. You know, not only are you going to have all the news, not not only is there WrestleMania, but there's everybody has some of their biggest events during WrestleMania weekend. Uh-huh. So yeah, much New shit Japan's comes up. putting on their show tomorrow, aren't they? They are. They are. Yes, and that's going to be damn fantastic. There's a little something for everybody. Um, I'm jealous. I got I got a buddy, Freddy, that's there live and hitting up a bunch of shit. Oh, got to have some real cheddar to do that. I'm really I'm really jealous of him. But, you know, uh, you know, you can always help Beef Sticks podcast get to WrestleMania week next <laughs> year. If you go to patreon.com forward slash cloud style and donate a small fee of one to three dollars. Content is coming soon and will be fast and furious like Freddie Mercury. That doesn't make sense, but neither do I. Eh, you know, it all works. Get us to StarCast, get us to WrestleMania, and we will get you some of the most amazing content you will ever experience in your lifetime. We want to be there. We want to be pumped. We want to be live. We don't want to be the dead man, pasty. No, we don't. But you know who does? Who does? His name is Mark, and he's mean. Mark Zuckerberg. Are you threatening him? (laughs) I am. I am. He's been fucking with our reach, man. You cannot stop his stoil. (laughs) (laughs) That was the most fucked off. That was even a season finale too, wasn't it? It was a very pathetic season finale. (laughs) I wonder how many folks are going to catch that reference. (laughs) I hope, I hope most. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, this last uh, this last uh, season had a pretty weak season finale as well. Yeah, that was just the Halloween episode, wasn't it, with the scooters? Uh, no, this 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 no. season's no. This, this season's uh, was um, Amazon. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much the same thing as the Zuckerberg episode in a sense. Really similar, yeah. It was uh-huh. really not not good. Not good. They're they're going the Simpsons route, which is fine. Did you hear Simpsons is uh? Signed on for three more seasons now. Oh, thank God! So they'll at least be through twenty tw- or uh, yeah, through twenty uh, twenty three. They'll have thirty three seasons minimum. Are they going to get rid of Smithers next because he's not actually portrayed by a gay man? I don't know. Hank Azaria could be fruity. He could go both ways. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I don't ask what he does in his spare time. Uh, but anyway. Oh, so yes. who's who's a dead man Speaking named Mike? Of the dead man. <laughs> Where, where were we at? <laughs> While not scheduled to compete, Undertaker is scheduled to be in and around New York's mouth hole this weekend for WrestleMania festivities. And again, you would expect nothing else. He's a big name. He's a big draw. Even if he isn't going to work it, which is a big even if, but even if he isn't going to work it, you, you got to bring him there for the fans. He'll be at fan access. He'll be at the Hall of Fame, obviously. He'll do the rounds. And he'll probably just hang out backstage and chill with people and be happy he's not busting his body. Yes, and from great big draws, hopefully not busting their body, to great little men. 
Well, our bust in their bodies. By WWE that Rey Mysterio suffered an ankle injury on Monday's Raw, removing him from a scheduled match on SmackDown Tuesday night. It is certain, it is uncertain whether Mysterio will be cleared to compete this Sunday, but is currently scheduled to take on Samoa Joe for the U.S. Championship. Pasty, it is certainly uncertain. We know that it is much. certainly uncertain. Everything in WWE is certainly uncertain. So, again... Not watching WWE at this moment. I'm trying to get back into it, and I've, I've I've thought maybe I'll start after WrestleMania. We'll see what WrestleMania does, and if they give me a reason to want to. But um, why the fuck is he on Raw and SmackDown? What the fuck is that about? It's, it's just the one time a year when yeah, they get together, <laughs> and it happens twelve times. What was he doing there? Uh, on Monday, he fought Kurt Angle. Why? Because Kurt Angle's on his farewell tour. He fought. Uh, Samoa Joe, he fought AJ Styles, he fought Kurt Angle, and he's gonna win. Kurt Angle fought Kurt Angle? Baron... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. This motherfucker, no. <laughs> he's so good, he can have a match by himself and Rey sell Mysterio out an arena. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the ankle injury is probably storyline. I still think it's stupid. He can wrestle them on. Why not have him float between brands? Since he's the farewell tour guy. He is. He was having matches on Raw and SmackDown the last two weeks. Okay, but why is Rey Mysterio on Raw and SmackDown is my question. Uh, the, the Rey Mysterio was on Raw for the simple fact of fighting Kurt Angle, I think. So why didn't he do it because on Because they Smackdown? announced that it was the first time he'd been on Raw in over 10 years. That's just stupid. Yeah. Stick to your rule. If you're going to have rules, they're going <laughs> to, if from what we understand is true, they're going to have to stick to their rules once Fox gets a hold of them because Fox doesn't right. want them switching around. So maybe that'll be a good thing if if that's legit. We we haven't heard any legitimate people uh-huh. say that that's happening, but it I just don't like Vin, it. Vince's back right against the wall, too. Cause yeah, I don't like He it. keeps all of his favorite talent on Raw. Which and so Fox to isn't going to get what they want unless it can be back and forth, back and forth. If whoever pays them more is going to get who they want, you know how yeah. you know how Vince is. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, we don't have it in the news, but I'm going to slip it in real quick, just like I do on to your mom on Friday evening. Um, go go make sure to check out last week tonight with John Oliver. He had a great segment about WWE on his show. It's about 20 minutes long. Um, if you're a fan of John Oliver, last week tonight, you're going to know he doesn't. First of all, he doesn't hold any punches, which is great. He's just straight up and honest. But while you watch it, you can tell he is a legitimate pro wrestling fan, and he isn't trying to bury pro wrestling, and he isn't even trying to bury WWE. So then why isn't he in the WrestleMania match instead of Michael Che and Colin Jost? Well, first of all, after the show aired, WWE has invited him to WrestleMania (laughs) to show him what they're really like. Which uh, I'm pretty sure he's not going to go, but nonetheless, um, it is really good. The whole focus of it is mainly about um, their benefits and how they're considered independent contractors, and that's all bullshit and illegal. Um, so that's the main gist of it. Same shit we've been preaching for years, folks. Exactly. It's exactly. But John Oliver seems to make the needle move, and that's obvious with WWE actually responding to him publicly, you know? Yeah. So that that's good. It's good. It's getting out there. It's good. It's getting talked about. I recommend. I definitely recommend that you go and watch that. It's it's a really good watch. He says some shit you need to you need to hear. He brings up some older stuff that that may not be completely relevant, but just the enthusiasm that he has, you can tell he's a real fan. Obviously, he has mm-hmm. writers, 
So there's people that look up the stuff and find it. But you can tell when somebody's just reading something about pro wrestling or when somebody actually understands what's going on. Yeah. So, and he constantly praises it. He praises pro wrestling through the whole thing. He just shits on Vince McMahon. But he, he praises pro wrestling the whole time. And one more plug for people that are not paying us. Good Mythical Morning had a recent brand new game they've never played before with a special guest, the man, Becky Lynch. Yes, they did. So make sure to go check that out. That's a pretty fun one. They they get to smash shit. <laughs> That's the whole game is them smashing shit. So it's fun. There's barbed wire involved. There's sledgehammers involved. There's legs. There's mannequin legs involved. <laughs> Check it out. I love good, good mythical morning. It's been a hard watch for me for the last six months or so. Cause I don't, I feel like you can see that Rhett and link aren't friends like they used to be anymore. They're not even and trying it hurts the show. Yeah. It hurts I think they're the show just, bad. They're just doing too much. Link is the butt of every joke and the cast is always on Rhett's side and it's like, holy shit. Yeah. I think they're just doing too much. They're Which grooming is, their crew for, I mean, Rhett and Link probably don't have that many years left on the show in general. I think the show continues on, but with uh, what's her face, the producer. Yeah, you think like they'll they'll do kind of what? Um, and it'll be. And I, I'm assuming it'll be a dual female. Anchor uh, cast. I, I would love to. I would love to see them get um, Cotton Candy Randy. That would be awesome. But no, he would be my favorite. Not him. What, what's Chase? Chase would be great. Okay, he'd be a good co-host. But uh, yeah, I say you. You think they're going to do similar to what um, MythBusters did? Where the hosts leave and the the co-hosts take over and nobody watches it. I think Good Mythical Morning <laughs> will live on. I mean, it's it's our generation's morning show. You know what I mean? We don't watch that fucking NBC Good Morning America shit. I don't. I don't know, man. I loved that fucking R. Kelly interview with Gail King. That shit was <laughs> phenomenal. I just watched the uh, SNL spin on it, and that was good enough for me. Oh man, no! That's the <laughs> SNL spoof does no justice to the actual one. You need to go watch it, Pasty. It's all over YouTube. You need to watch the actual Gail King interview with with R. Kelly. Okay. It's fucking. It is. It is just amazing. For a second, I thought he was gonna start swinging on her. Uh, <laughs> Thirty years of my life. Thirty years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> just breaks down and do every does everything that he's accused been accused. He did. Of doing. He, he, went crazy he went crazy on everybody they literally his handler had to fucking jump up and grab him i'm not making that up it's it's nuts you think him and kanye west hang out much probably <laughs> i want that album there are two peas in a pot right there <laughs> r kelly and kanye yeah. uh Woo! but we got to keep it moving there's more there's, there's more wrestlemania news pasty yeah, and much like you won't be hearing from R. Kelly, one voice you will not be hearing at WrestleMania is the iconic crooning of a booner sooner. All right. JR has officially parted ways with WWE and unsurprisingly signed to All Elite Wrestling. Jim Ross was interviewed by W Fan Radio, and he spilled the beans when All Elite Wrestling Television Show debut. What? What? Oh, and he spilled the beer. <laughs> you all right there, Pacey? Jim, did you Jim. have a did you have a did you have a bout of Bell's palsy all of a sudden in honor of Jim Ross? Uh-huh. Or I'll tell you something here, boy. <laughs> 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 spilled the bean. 
let's let's take it at Jim Ross was interviewed. And <laughs> Jim Ross was interviewed by W Fan Radio, and he spilled the beans on when All Elite Wrestling's television show will debut. Ross says it will start airing in October 2019, and that fans won't have to search for it. Woo! He was quoted saying, I've been anointed, I like the way he says that, I've been anointed the voice of a brand that's going to be debuting in October on national television on a major cable network, said Jim Ross. Now, while he apparently can't name it right now, I'm sure they're still, you know, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. He did say that people will be doubly excited. I don't know what that means. When they find out where it's being aired. He said, it's a network we can all find. Um, you know, just by going with what he said and by cartoon some of the pre- <laughs> relevant Everybody's rumors. Got cartoon Network. I'm assuming it probably is going to be TNT. That would be my guess. Possibly the Paramount Network, which was uh, used to be Spike TV, which has aired both ECW and WWE in the past. I don't know. TBS is a is a very basic channel. You think they'll go to TBS? I think. I think TNT's got a bigger range. I just, I can't say that when I've had basic cable packages in the last five years of my life that I've even had TNT. So I don't think that that's a channel everybody gets. Yeah, but he did anymore. say it's on a major cable network. And I think TNT is a major cable network in the lines of um, USA, TNT. I think uh, the doubly excited is, is some kind of a hint. You think he's going to be on the WB? It's not even around anymore. The CW? It's going to be on the CW, baby. Right after Smallville. A-E-Dub-C-Dub. Oh, you don't want those WCW initials in there. They better rethink this shit. A-E-W-C-W. I don't... All Elite World Championship Wrestling. What? Wait a sec. It sounds okay. Oh. No, I'm excited for them. I'm glad that they're pretty much there. I'm glad they're going to have a major deal. And let's, you know, obviously, with this being a startup company, it's only going to be a deal for one or two years. So if they do amazing, there's going to be room for them to grow and go to other networks also. Ooh, what if it's Discovery? Ooh, they could be on... What if it's Investigative Discovery? (laughs) What if it's on Telemundo? I think Discovery would be a good move for a wrestling promotion, though, especially one sourcing, like, very very indie guys because you're discovering new wrestling. It could be intriguing. And Discovery and History haven't put out channel or shows like they've been supposed to for, what, 10, 12 years? Oh, yeah, neither one does anything with with (laughs) science or history. It's all reality TV. It's fucking sharks, reality shows. Yeah. 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 Aliens. Pawn shops. Nazis. They still do a fair amount of Nazis. Nazis. (laughs) Speaking of cable TV, WWE and A&E are partnering to cultivate a series of five two-hour documentaries covering the career and history of superstars such as Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, Macho Man Randy Savage, Booker T, and Rowdy Roddy Piper. I'm looking forward to these. I am. Yeah. I'm a little 
I'm a little uneasy because it's WWE and we know how they skew their shit. Mm. But I still, even when they put out their DVDs that and they have the documentary style to them, I like them. They, they have the WWE slant, but they still do give you a lot of history and a lot of information. And they seem to get really relevant people, you know. My my favorite WWE slant documentary is The Rise and Fall of the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, man. Yeah, that one. <laughs> they weren't even trying to be nice to him. Yeah, they uh, they weren't. I mean, they just put it out there. But I think that one's still fairly realistic. Yeah, I think the yeah. more, I think the one that has the more slant is the one they released after he died, where all of a sudden he was a great person and an awesome wrestler. Like, you know, a decade after they put out the first one, they put out another one completely <laughs> contradicting themselves. And they those burnt, two combined. They destroyed all the copies of the original. Yeah, it's like those two combined really give you an idea of, of how WWE slants its media. Which, again, as a company, it should. Smart business. Not knocking them for that, but knocking the act of it in general still. Yeah. For sure. But man, not only is AEW getting on a cable network, and not only is WWE coming on A&E, Pacey, they've got more shows coming to cable networks. What else have we got? Well, Triple H appeared today on Fox Sports 1's First Things First to announce a new studio-oriented show covering the superstars of WWE. It will be coming to Sports Cable Channel in the fall of 2019. It will air on Tuesday nights. This coincides with SmackDown Live's move from the NBC Universal's USA Network to the Fox Network on Friday nights in October. So, it's pretty vague what it's going to be other than a new studio-oriented show. I'm guessing like like Talking Smack. Yeah, yeah. Which, again, could be decent. I won't watch it, but... Could be a... Could be decent. Um, fun fact, folks. Your boy Fat Mac has appeared on Fox Sports 1. So yes, he has. I've been interviewed by Fox Sports 1 before in the past. I'm not making that up. This is a shoot. This is not at work. You can even uh, go on your machines and look it up if you knew my legal name and what I was shilling at the time, which I'm not going to give you right here. Do your digging. You'll find it. He shared it on Facebook. Dig it, dig it, dig it, baby, dig it, dig it, dig it. And WWE has even more partnerships, Pasty. They have recently announced a partnership with one of the biggest games for young and preteen kids, Roblox. Yay. Players can now play as characters that look like Roman Reigns, Xavier Woods, (laughs) Becky Lynch, and Seth Rollins. And folks, if you don't know what Roblox is, think of if Minecraft was fun. You'd have Roblox, basically. Uh, I mean, it's it's, a, it's way different than Minecraft and the ways you create games and shit. Yeah, you create stuff, you move Heavily around, monetized. Games, How much money have you spent on Roblox through your children? Uh, a lot, but you don't. the good <laughs> thing about it is you don't need to to play any games or, or participate in anything. It's all for just extra swag, and kids like extra swag. Swag! So, but it's it's a fun game. I there's actually a handful of games that I play on there that I play fairly regularly. Their hide and seek is really fun. I like that one. They got one. Um, they got one that was a precursor to the Friday the Thirteenth video game they put out. That's a Slender Man game. Nice. So that one was always cool. You just run around one person Slender Man. Everybody else is not Slender Man. You hide from him. You attack him. Yeah, it's good shit. 
So if you have kids and they're into WWE, let them know, because they'll know what you're talking about. You might not know what Roblox is, but they'll know what you're talking about. Trust me. Hell yeah. Can you feel the excitement, folks? Apparently. So I'm just going <laughs> to jump into it, because not only is WWE going to have a two-hour documentary on a about the rowdy one, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, but they have also unveiled the latest bronze Hall of Fame statue, which is WWE Hall of Famer Rowdy Roddy Piper. That is now in their collection of immortalized legends. Piper's entire family was present for the unveiling, as well as notable rivals such as Sting, Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat, and more. He joins a list of amazing pro wrestlers to be immortalized in bronze statues, including Andre the Giant, Bruno San Martino, Ric Flair, and Dusty Rhodes. I think I named them all. I don't know. I didn't write them down. I probably should have, but I think that's everybody. Sounds right. That's a good group. That's a yeah. solid group right yes, there. It is. Solid brands. I imagine Cody in a burglar outfit trying to break in and steal the statue of his father. Like he's fucking, been taking back his copyrights these last Fucking hamburglar mode and shit. <laughs> he just cuts off the head Mine. like fucking Bart did to Jebediah Springfield. <laughs> we got the head of Dusty Rhodes. <clears throat> yes. Couple people who probably won't be gracing the WWE Hall of Famer having bronze statues made in their likeness anytime soon have returned to the Impact Zone. And of course, I'm talking about your favorite wrestlers, Rob Van Dam and Sabu. Woohoo! EC Dub. They both recently appeared on the United We Stand special, which. Uh, I hope they're I, not as bad as Tommy Dreamer. I hate to admit I'm only halfway through the United We Stand uh, show. I wish I was all the way through it. I'm not. It's been such a busy fucking multiple weeks. It's insane. But uh, definitely, definitely good so far. I think it's going to get better as it goes. I haven't got to Rob Van Dam and Sabu's match yet. Uh, I did see Tommy Dreamer. Are they fighting each other? Or are they no, tagging? no, no. They're, they're okay. tagging. How Dreamer um, do? <laughs> dreamer, dreamer was Dreamer. Let's just let's just say Dreamer was Dreamer. Um, he was in a uh, eight man tag match, so that helped. It was actually going to be uh, it was going to be a handicap match, but at the last minute, old boy showed up. Um, it was, um, Cage, Eddie Edwards, and Moose taking on Drago, Daga, Aerostar, and Cuerno. And, um, then Tommy Dreamer came in at the last moment. So, you know, you got uh, amazing wrestlers like Edwards, Drago, Aerostar in there. You got capable wrestlers like Cage, Moose, Cuerno, Daga's in somewhere in between capable on that. So, yeah. Tommy Dreamer worked. He worked for that. Um, he should be in multi-man matches if he's going to wrestle anymore. That's definitely a thing. He has to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he just You he can't just has be to a be. hardcore legend for as long as you were and, and expect your body to work that right. way today. It's, it's not a thing. But yeah, hopefully soon I'm going to get to see the... Um, it's RVD and Sabu versus the Lucha Bros. Ooh. So... 
Yeah, that'll be good. Penta El Cerro and Ray Phoenix. It's in an extreme death match. One thing I don't like about... It's not going to be extreme with these old dudes. Uh, I don't know, man. The young guys will get bloody. RVD can still... Actually, both of those guys can still go extreme. They'll still put it all out there. One thing that I kind of... This is another one of these pay-per-views that I just... I have to call bullshit on bullshit. This match has an extreme death match. It has an Ultimate X match, which is basically no rules, although we know they don't start throwing garbage cans and shit like that in there. But, okay, Extreme Death Match. We have a Monsters Ball match, which is, again, just a no-holds-barred, anything-goes-hardcore match. We have a, um... And a, um... Uh, Full Metal Mayhem match, which, again, is just like anything goes it's like a tlc match but it's anything going when you're gonna have three or four different matches on the card that are the exact same stipulation and you're gonna call them something different uh, at least be wwe it's not creative yeah to me that's not creative <laughs> enough you you could have been more creative yeah i'd even take a few of those matches either i'd take a few of those matches being regular matches and not have the stipulations or I'd rather you go into it and say, this is United We Stand. This is um, Impact Wrestling taking on MLW. This is Impact Wrestling taking on Lucha Underground. So with all this at stake, everything is anything goes. You know what I mean? Mm. I'd rather you just say that and go for it. So does Impact follow this up with a Divided We Fall pay-per-view? Because I think that would be cool too. That, that would be really cool. Hide your bitches and hold on to your britches, Fat Mac. Kurt Angle will be at StarCast 2. Retiring from WWE just to go to StarCast? I'm telling you. Wild. It's crazy. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That would be worth the price of admission alone. You're getting Kurt Angle. You're also getting, of course, all of the All Elite folks. You know they're all going to be there. It's kind of crazy with this. As particular as WWE is, how many, how many of these people? I, I have to assume maybe they were locked in before uh, the announcement of AEW or what. But there's so many WWE names on here: Sting, Undertaker, Ric Flair. They're all going to be there. Um, Jerry the King Lawler is going to be there. You got you got the podcast kings: Bruce Pritchard, Eric Bischoff, Tony Schiavone. I mean, come on, this is Conrad Thompson's show. You know they were going to be there. Bret Hart, Jim Ross, The Outsiders, Holland Nash, Lita's going to be there, Ricky Steamboat, X-Pac, The Four Horsemen we had talked about just the other day, Magnum TA is going to be there, Tommy Dreamer, Joey Ryan, The Godfather, your favorite and mine, Pasty, David Arquette, former WCW World Champion. Hell Yeah. We're also getting RV, RVD, Leva Bates, Brian Pillman Jr., Shane Helms. What's up with that? That's crazy. Blue Meanie's going to be there. The After Mags, Man, Bill After, Madison Rain. Both L.A. Park and El Hijo del L.A. Park are going to be there. It's it's going to be great. Rock and Roll Express, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Mil Mascaras. No yob. No yob, folks. The beautiful people, both Angelina Love and Velvet Sky are going to be there. Jimmy Havoc. Billy Gunn, Mr. Ass. Stan Hansen. It's hard to believe he's still alive. Mouth of the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Ted DiBiase, the former million-dollar man. 
Hall of current just going in WWE Hall of Famer Brutus the Barber Beefcake. One of my favorite luchadors of all time, Psychosis. There's going to be Tatsumi Fujinami, the Penta Brothers. It's going to be a blast. That is insanity. And they promise more guests to be announced. Why? <laughs> Why? You've done enough. It's like Disneyland. You're not possibly going to be able to do everything. <laughs> oh, no, you never will. No. You never will. Jesus fucking Christ. I bet Beefcake's just keeping his mouth shut to Vince. Like, if I don't tell him, he won't know. <laughs> well, you know, we did We did kind of slip in there that uh, that Beefcake is being inducted this year. Let's... Let's drop down who's all coming in here and kind of give a little synopsis. I know we've talked about it as it's come out, but I mean, yeah. this well, is the WrestleMania a couple weeks man. too, and there's been a couple more announcements. And yeah, you know, it's it's final. It's here. It's coming. It's going. And there's it's happening. And there's a few, a few now that are going to be double Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. which is is scary that there's this many double Hall of Famers already. Well, it it just it won't be a big deal. Somebody will become it's a three-time Hall of Famer, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he's uh, not even a two-time yet. He's not. No. Oh shit! I know that bothers me. I was fine with Ric Flair being the first, but I thought Hulkster should definitely be the yeah, second. Yeah, hundred percent. And I guess not. No, Booker T gets it first. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> but yes. Huh. B6 podcast probably forget Beefsticks podcast proudly presents your WWE Hall of Fame class of 2019. That was a pretty good Howard Finkel you kind of did there. I like I that. tried. Have you seen Howard lately? Uh, he looks so much weirder with the fucking beard and stuff. It just he looks odd. No, that I haven't seen him. Oh man, he just looks. He doesn't like. It's, I seen the caption and said it was Howard Finkel. And I was like, wait, that's not Howard. And I kind of covered the bottom half. I was like, oh, that's Howard Finkel. <laughs> Push the Whoa. hair to the side. Yep. Peter, it is you, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder how many folks caught that reference. Uh, uh, I haven't watched that one for a while. No, I haven't watched that one in a long time. I'm surprised I was able to drag that one out the well. I'm that was not awesome. good with that shit. That's a great from childhood, it. though. So. Oh, yeah. You were quick with that. Uh, I still, to this day, I'll, when I when I have an, an idea, I'll be like, I just had an apostrophe. <laughs> you mean epiphany. <laughs> yes. D-Generation X is entering in the WWE Hall of Fame. That's right, Triple H. Shawn Michaels makes his two-time Hall of Fame debut. X-Pac, Billy Gunn, Road Dog, and Gina. As, as Donald Trump would say it, Gina. Gina. She's it's a huge Gina. She's a huge Gina. I know her. I met her. She I said I was her, her favorite president. <laughs> <laughs> I watched all her movies. They're, they're amazing. She's amazing. She loves me. She said I was the best. I, di- I didn't say it. Not me. She said it. Huge Gina. She said it. <laughs> the whole podcast uh, is Trump. That would be fun. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, we've, we've talked at pretty good length about this. This is, it's cool. It's, yep. it's a thing that's happening. I'm and again, just, when this was announced, I was willing to accept that Shawn Michaels was going to be the second two-time before yeah. Hogan. I don't yeah. agree with it, but I was willing to accept it. I was like, I get that. 
<sighs> but then, Pasty, what do we got next? <laughs> Harlem Heat was soon thereafter announced <laughs> to be entering the WWE Hall of Fame, making Booker T a two-time, 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 two-time. I don't know why I got to say it more than you two times. You did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's only two two-times. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say it five times originally. Just like his five times. Yes. I know. Up. Uh, I got bored. And then I got bored. Yeah. Much like I got bored with this uh, addition to the Hall of Fame. I mean, they did stuff. They're they're important. But Booker I, T doesn't need to be in the Hall of Fame twice. As ever, a as ever. an NWA, not now, not <laughs> not ten years from now. As an NWA WCW guy, I'm super excited that Harlem Heat's in here because I think they're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. And I think they got a resume to show they are. Not necessarily one of the greatest I'd WWE like to see tag try teams to go of all with time. Some of the tag teams of this era. In their in their prime? No, now. Well. It'll it's happen. Not happen. It'll happen. Dudley Boys went in the Hall of Fame and then came back for I don't think they're going to get Stevie Ray back out. I don't think he wants to. (laughs) I'd love to see him bust out another slapjack. I really would. But, no, I I do like this, but yes, I agree. Booker T. Slapjacks and flapjacks. (laughs) That'd be awesome. (laughs) It's happening. You know it's happening. I think it should. It's probably probably going to happen at the Hall of Fame ceremony, to be honest. Um, But, yeah, I don't think Booker T deserves to be a two-time champion, to be honest. I think they could have done Harlem Heat and Booker T Mm. all in one. And uh, what I think would be straying away from like having everybody have inductees this year potentially. I know not everybody's been announced to have inductees. Uh, well, everybody's DX everybody's going to have an inductee. I, I can't believe they they wouldn't. They say they want to change the format up somewhat. That's what I was. I reading. know that the last few times people have kept going too long, and it's been quite a problem. So, I mean, maybe not. Maybe they'll just have their video package, which is good also. I'm, I'm, I'm well, kind of fine. I think, I think DX could get away with a video package. I don't think they need an inductee. Uh, Harlem Heat, though, I, I, I would have to think New Day would induct them. I think it would be great. I also, it, it's, it's, uh, it's weird, but I, I also could see, um, Colonel Rob Parker inducting them because he was a big, you know, a manager of theirs. Or Jacqueline. Jacqueline yeah, was with yeah, them a lot. Yeah. Uh, but with that that's serious. I'm talking both of them I'm serious about. Now as a joke, just to make fun of WCW's really in not thinking and how stupid they were, just as WWE has been a lot of times. If they could bring them coming out with Colonel Rob Parker when when Rob Parker had him on chains. <laughs> I think that would just be classic. Um, don't think they should do it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, boy, would they be missing an opportunity if they didn't? It's not going to happen. Saying. Uh. No, but I think you. I, I think any of those would be good. Um, New Day would fit with WWE's mold more. Put mm-hmm. them in there. Um, there's also a handful, and right now I can't think of off the top of my head, uh, Bron- no, he wasn't. Uh, there's a handful of Booker T's students that have come into WWE and are on the main roster, and it'd be kind of neat to see, you know, one of them maybe induct him, but, again, WWE's model doesn't fit for a, a B-lister or, you know, yeah. a mid-card guy to <clears throat> induct him, unless it's somebody's actual son or, or living relative, so I don't see that happening. 
then we got the Heart Foundation, and for a while there, we were kind of like, "What? What do you mean by that?" You know? Yeah, which which yeah, which incarnation of the Heart Foundation are we doing here across the nation? And it's finally contemplating. Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart. Does that make Bret Hart a two-time Hall of Famer, too? This is our third two-time Hall of Famer in a row. Let's just put everybody in twice. Fuck it. Double them up. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not a big deal anymore. They killed it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did. In one night, they have just made being a two-time WWE Hall of Famer not worthless, but not actually mean anything. Hmm. It's just one more thing, just another asterisk to add yeah. to somebody's name. That's all it is at this point. And it just slanders the people who still don't have a one-time Hall of Fame even more. But, again, Heart Foundation, um, they didn't need to do this. They should have inducted Jim Neidhart by himself. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. Um, the Heart Foundation is, again, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. And um, they they've had... Some of they had one of the best matches in the early years of WrestleMania. So I mean they've they've really proven themselves. I just hope and Brett's I, hand holds out for him for this thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We we can't have him, you know can't have him cramp up or nothing. <laughs> Wouldn't be good. Jim Neidhart deserves it. I think it's great he's gonna be there. Um I could easily see Natalia being the one to induct them. Oh, 100%. Um, maybe, the, he, and maybe a handful of the kids. Jim on a Neidhart for Natalia, and they brought Bret Hart with because he's money. <laughs> right. He was, the, he was the selling point. Yeah. But, no, I'm glad to see them there. Mm-hmm. Possibly a better inductee than anybody on this entire list, or any list ever. Corey Wilson is going into the Hall of Fame this year. Twice, actually. She's going in twice this year. Because everybody's going in twice. <laughs> yep. Um. I, again, as we've mentioned when it first came out, I, I don't have a problem with this. You need a woman's uh, wrestler in there, and they can't all be top of the line. And some people, like you, think she is one of the best ever. Mm-hmm. So, you know. She may be the first WWE Hall of Famer who was a Playboy cover girl twice. She may be the first two-time Playboy cover girl. So she is a two-time Hall of Famer, just a two-time Playboy (laughs) cover girl Hall of Famer. There you go. So, I mean... I think it's good because Tori Wilson, for the longest time, like, was never brought up whatsoever. Because she couldn't wrestle and nobody wanted them looking her up. (laughs) And I think it's cool that they're giving her the recognition now. And I know she came back and she did the Battle Royals and whatever. Yeah. But I do agree. I think I think she deserves it more than some people who already have one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are women who definitely deserve to be in there before her. But that's this is the WWE Hall of Fame. That's just the fucking way it goes. Yep. It's whichever way, whichever way Vince's cock is swinging that day is who gets in and who doesn't. You know, I've I've heard Bruce Pritchard say that, you know, they they had they had voting. They would put down and everybody would put a name in of who they thought should be inducted. And the bottom line came to Vince. And he was like, a lot of times we'd put somebody in year after year after year after year after year. And Vince would never put them in. And sometimes he'd put people in. None of us wrote down. So he's like, 
I don't know why the fuck we even wrote them down. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's just Vince's fan club. He probably yeah. wanted to get TNA so he could have Trish, but then they're like, Vince, we already have so many two-timers going in this year. <laughs> right. Oh, well, who else got almost naked for me? Oh, Tori Wilson. Yeah, Tori that one. Wilson. Bring her back. She was on Playboy once, wasn't she? <laughs> Twice. She's in! <laughs> why isn't she in already? <laughs> Uh, and of course, you couldn't have a Hall of Fame without the good old boys. Brutus the fucking barber beefcake. Unsurprisingly, being inducted by who other than his best friend, Hulk Hogan. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Ed Leslie, folks. Ed Leslie, the man formerly known as the Booty Man. And you remember what his finishing move is, Pasty? Oh, no. The high knee. <laughs> the booty man's finisher is the high knee. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think it's been said before, Brutus Barber Beefcake is only where he is because he was such good friends with Hulk Hogan and uh, probably wouldn't have made it long in this business without him. Mm. That being said, the man did have a tremendous physique and he was super over as Brutus the Barber Beefcake and he was even pretty over in WW or in WCW as the disciple in NWO. And to be honest, he was probably in the best uh, physical condition of his life when he was there. So, I mean, I'm not going to say the man hasn't paid his dues and he's definitely a WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know, he, he beat uh he beat Mr. Perfect's uh undefeated streak. He's a multi time uh intercontinental champion. Uh, nobody can forget the barbershop segments. Right. Or at yeah. very least the one where, where Sean turns on Marty Jannetty. no one will ever forget that. I just uh, know or the that one this where, has um, gotta be pretty awkward for Hulk Hogan seeing his best friend go into the WWE Hall of Fame before him. He's in the Hall of Fame. No, stricken from the record books. No, he got put back on. Remember, oh. before he went to before they, he went to Saudi Arabia. They should have they should have made him wait it out. <laughs> like you got to earn those stripes, buddy. My other favorite um, barbershop segment was when Ultimate Warrior got all pissed and started throwing shit around, and there was a real can of shaving cream, and he threw it, and it blew up all over his face. And he was just kind of <laughs> didn't know what to do for a second. <laughs> that was great. Go look that up on YouTube, folks. That's fucking hilarious. Warrior in the barbershop. It just explodes all over him, and he's just kind of like, what? <laughs> it's good shit. It's uh, really good shit. And when we're talking about gimmicks, Pasty, you can't find a better gimmick than the Memphis man himself. The honky-tonk man. You can't use a man adjective to describe a name that ends in man. That's just Why not? It's not kosher. It's not kosher. Well, I'm pretty sure he's not Jewish, so that doesn't really matter, does it? Is he going to be inducted by Double J or Elias? Uh, he's being inducted question. by the mouth of the house, oh. the mouth of the south, Jimmy Hart. <laughs> That's the second time this yes. podcast I've screwed up Jimmy Hart's name. I don't know what the fuck. Jimmy and I, I need to go down to Jimmy's famous seafood and uh, go meet the guy, have some crab legs, and get my shit back together. Yeah, Jimmy Hart is is inducting the honky tonk man. Why? <laughs> Why the Honky Tonk Man and Louis Beefcake are the only two to have an announced fucking inductees. 
seems a little odd considering the list of people, but that's the only two we know the inductees of. Well, you look at how relatively young the rest of the list is. Like These are the guys who deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. In Vince's ancient eyes, you know. In Vince's ancient 80s eyes. When eighty eyes are smiling, uh, Royd men get in the Hall of Fame. And then, of course, we'll have the Warrior Award being presented by Dana Bitch. Dana Warrior. Probably going some, to Roman Reigns. It's going to some douche named Sue Atchison. Sue Atchison is a former WWE um, employee. She was an executive. So at least for once, it's actually going to a behind-the-scenes WWE person like the Warrior initially wanted. (laughs) Um, So I'll give him that. And to be fair, apparently she is somebody that kind of was in charge of so many of WWE's anthropologists. No, philanthropos. I almost said anthropologic. (laughs) Philanthropos. Um, ventures such as uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, Susan G. Coleman, and that kind of stuff. So so she was really big in the charitable programs. So, I mean, I think this is better than the, the fucking crippled football kid from last year. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Fuck him. What was his name? Fuck him. Nobody knows. <laughs> we remember Nicholas, though. We remember old Nicholas. I never remember his name, but you do. <laughs> old Nicholas. So, yeah, I, I actually, out of every Warrior Award they've had so far, this is the only one I probably respect. And I don't even know the broad. She might be a horrible human being, for all I know. But um, Sue Atchison, sure, let's give it to her. Yeah. Why not pat the bitch on the back a little bit? Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. And then the celebrity wing is getting the biggest celebrity ever in WWE history, pasty. This is bigger than Drew Carey. This is bigger than... (laughs) Who else is a fucking celebrity? Donald Trump. I don't think he's... Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. Bigger than the president. Bigger than anyone else. It's Joseph Cohen, pasty. Joseph Cohen. The man who who needs no introduction. Uh, So we can just move along. Everybody knows Joseph Cohen. Uh, Joseph Cohen, again, this is another one I think... I think it's good that he's in the Hall of Fame. I just don't think the celebrity wing is where he necessarily belongs. Right. Uh, but um, Joseph Cohen is the creator and longtime um, producer of Madison Square Garden Network, the MSG Network, which was the original home of WWWF and WWF programming. So it's kind of cool that they're acknowledging him. I just think they could have made like just like maybe a special one-time award or something or – He's not a celebrity. No. Joseph Cohen? Nobody knows who the fuck Joseph Cohen is. No. Are you going to put Ted Turner in then, too? I think Uh, he should. He's a celebrity, at least. Everybody knows Ted Turner. Yeah. Nobody knows Joseph Cohen. Have Vince induct him. God, that'd be so much fun. That that would be uh, be interesting, (laughs) wouldn't it? And then, of course, he dies two days later. Suspiciously. <laughs> and his wife has the Turner Award next year. And What's that will be, be presented to cameramen. That will be presented to the cameramen, yes, sir. It'll be it'll no, it'll be pre, it'll be presented to Chuck Norris. 
Is that? Oh no, he was on USA. Was or was was he on TNT or USA? Which one was he on all the time? Uh, I want to say TNT. Yeah, Chuck Norris. He gets it every year. Just give it to the man. <laughs> and then of course we got the Legacy Wing, which is kind of the man. We want to acknowledge them, but we don't really care enough. You probably don't know them. Um, I really, I'm really, really, really not a fan of the Legacy Wing. I'm glad that they're recognizing all these people, but almost everybody on these lists, I always think should should be a, an actual inductee and should get a video clip show and everything of it. You know, uh, I, I know that I'm more into the history of pro wrestling than a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. I get that. But to me, I think if you go down this list we got here, I think people are going to know almost All right. Wahoo McDaniel. I think most people listening have heard of Wahoo McDaniel. Maybe yeah. never seen a match of his, but definitely heard of him. I mean, um, how could a, you mistake a name like that? Yeah, exactly. He's a multi-time NWA champion, multi-time AWA champion. You know, one of the original fake Native Americans. He was Irish, McDaniel. There's not a lot of, I mean, <laughs> come on, buddy. Um, so, you know, that's kind of shitty, but um, but nonetheless, he was one of those, when they talked about actual badasses in pro wrestling, he was one of them. And I remember there's a story about him. I can't remember who the other one is. God damn. But anyways, they ended up having a shoot fight outside of the ring back in uh, Houston wrestling. And um, he's he's just, he was a badass. He was an amateur wrestler. He won, you know, he was AAA in high school and NCAA and all of that stuff. So he was a legit shooter. He was a legit badass and a great professional wrestler. You know, go down and, and look up a couple clips of his on YouTube and just watch a little bit if you want, but he's definitely worth it. Um, got anything to say about Oahu? Nah, he's one of the ones I've heard of plenty of times, but I don't think I've seen a match. Great. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about, I'm pretty sure every single person has heard of. He's been the inspiration for so many wrestlers, including Mick Foley and including... Um, all I can think of is Brody Lee. What the hell is his name in WWE right now? Um, not Eric Rowan, but... Harper? Luke Harper who took his name, Brody Lee, who that he was in the in uh, the independence, from Bruiser Brody. Another multi-time NWA champion. He was a WCCW champion down in Puerto Rico. He was actually murdered in the showers in Puerto Rico by Mr. Wrestling 2. That's how I want to go out. You know, if you got to go, you might as well be murdered in the shower by Mr. Wrestling 2. There's, there's worse ways to go. Yeah. But a lot of people, you know, they consider him and Abdullah the Butcher kind of the the original hardcore legends, the guys that really started it, the guys that that fans were legitimately scared of, guys that bled buckets of blood and put their bodies through so much shit. I'm pretty sure everybody listening has heard of Bruiser Brody, and again, I recommend that you look up, go to YouTube and look up some clips. You don't even have to watch full matches. Look up some clips. Tasty, you got any Brody memories at all? I mean, I do, but I'm not going to share them with you. Those are private. Yeah, that is true. 
It's true. Love me some Brody. He should definitely be in the main wing of the Hall of Fame. I think he's a huge name. Yeah. I can't believe he didn't make it in there. Uh-huh. Um, the next one I'm talking about, I, I know she's passed away, but I can't believe they didn't save her for a women's inductee induction or even being in there with a live. I mean, she would be good with Tori and, and let both of these women on there. But uh, Luna Vachon, she's the daughter of Mad Dog Vachon, former AWA world champion. Luna Vachon. Uh, never did win the WWE Women's title, which is just ridiculous. But she did win the USWA Women's title. Um, she was she was a, a a wrestling woman before WWE really were into wrestling women. Uh, they put her with Bam Bam Bigelow. I think she did great with Bam Bam Bigelow. She was with the Oddities for a while, if you remember the Oddities. Oh yeah, you know that was when. Uh, when Earthquake used to go to the ring with Eric Cartman. Yep. It, was, it was a weird time in WWE, folks. Just ICP, a, weird time. a little bit of ICP. Yeah, a little bit of ICP. Everybody coming to the greatest show. But she she was amazing. She's a Minnesota native. You got to love her. Actually, I think Wahoo McDaniel's a Minnesota native, too. I didn't look into that, but I think he is. But I know Luna is. And just an amazing, phenomenal athlete. A badass woman who'd be willing to do anything for you. She was known to have an attitude behind the scenes. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of stories that she wasn't the easiest to work with. But um, especially, she had a hard time dealing with all the cookie-cutter Barbies towards the end of her WWE tenure when she was a badass wrestler. And I know her and Sable had a lot of issues, but really, I I think she, again, deserves a real induction. But I'm glad she's going to be in there one way or the other. Yeah. Pacey, I know you got some Luna memories. Tons of them. The oddities. Really. The oddities. Really. 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 She even she even had an evening gown match with, I think, Sable. Ooh. So there you go. Sable lost. Probably they did anything <laughs> to get that woman naked. <laughs> they didn't have to try hard. They didn't have to try hard. I think Brock has to try hard. I don't think Brock has to try hard. He has to try hard to get it up. As much roids as that guy's on. <laughs> Probably tapes a couple popsicle sticks together and lets it go. But uh. Up next, we have Special Delivery Jones. SD Jones, you know, I, I'm not... How do I want to word this politically correct? <laughs> I, I don't want somebody to go in just as an affirmative action person, but when you have an African-American pro wrestler who was as amazing as SD Jones, again, I don't know why you wouldn't use him in the actual Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, he's not as big of a name as your Wahoo McDaniels, Bruiser Brody, and Luna Vachon, but I he's still, still a really big name. Yeah, people know SD Jones, Special Delivery Jones. He was a three-time NWA Tag Team Champion. He held multiple singles titles throughout all the territories. He was a name in every territory. Everybody knew Special Delivery Jones. Basketball Jones. Basketball Jones. <laughs> That's uh, how many people catch that reference? Basketball Jones. Oh, C and C. Basketball Jones. Where's our C and C fans? SD Jones not here, man. <laughs> We're pulling out all the references today, oh, that's folks. Good. Even, that's a good one. We're not even, we're not even fucking around. <laughs> Believe me, uh, we're just not fucking around. 
<laughs> now I've been trying uh, to bear with your out of order calling of names, but I have to point out here, I think you made a mistake. Okay. Adam Rose does not deserve to be going into the legacy and wing of the Hall of Fame. I mean, Playboy Buddy Rose, Playboy, Rose Bud, that's Adam Rose, right? <laughs> sure, we'll say that. <laughs> or at least heavy inspiration for the character. <laughs> Fuck. Right. So let's bring up Playboy Buddy Rose. Again, a name that I think at least people have heard talked about, either from commentators or on specials or or or, or where you want, or wherever you want to hear it. Playboy Buddy Rose was a a main eventer everywhere he went. He traveled the circuit. He was an NWA champion multi-times over. Again, just a big name. I, I can see I can see from WWE's perspective where they didn't want to put him in the regular Hall of Fame. But, you know, from my perspective, I I would be okay with him. I think, man, I would love him to be in there. <laughs> well, the Hall of Fame should be all of these eclectic wrestlers that are fairly obscure to today's fan. And he was, he actually was in the very first match of the very first WrestleMania. Ooh. Now, you might be saying Fat Mac, the very first match, the very first WrestleMania was Tito Santana versus the Executioner. You would be right. They had a pre-show Buddy Rose, too. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Rose was uh, the masked Executioner. That's, uh. They brought him in late in late in the years. He was he was trained by Vern Gagne. Um he was a, a Wisconsin guy. He wasn't quite a Well he was trained by a Minnesota, Minnesota guy, guy so, but he was, he was. I mean Brock Lesnar's from South Dakota, but you don't hear that. Exactly. And he won uh, multiple AWA world tag titles and like I said, so many NWA singles titles. Uh, you definitely know him. And then we're going to get into some of the names that probably people don't know a lot of them. And, and I understand. These ones, I understand why they're here. And I think they do have a legacy. First one I'm going to bust out here is Professor Toru Tanaka. Professor Toru Tanaka, he was back in the WWF. So we're adding extra W's in there. That's the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. And I think most people know that that's just the WWE but before it was WWE when when Vince's dad had it. So and Vince said, "Fuck you, dad. There's too many W's. <laughs> I'm taking your company and I'm fixing that." Yeah, the same way the WWF told him to take away the F. Yeah, get the he F out. Get the F out, baby. Uh but yeah, he he was uh he he was one of the first big international Japanese, if you will, superstars in the, at least especially in the American Northeast, which was primarily a uh, Irish Jewish sort of territory. You didn't get a lot of the African Americans. You didn't get a lot of the Hispanics or the Asians. Um, he was, he was well, the very first WWF international tag team champion. When are they going to bring that belt back? Right, exactly. Let's get the... 
the International. And he was a three-time WWWF Tag Team Champion. So four-time Tag Team Champion in the original Um, No, really good, really good guy. He was a, he was a badass, if I can say he was a badass, because he was. He was. He actually beat the um, Chief J. Strongbow and Sonny King for the original International Tag Team Championship. So there you go. All right. There you go. Oh, we still got a few other people yet. We got Ambling Alp. The old Ambling Alp. Primo Carnera. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Don't know this cat. The name doesn't ring a bell to me. I haven't heard much about him, um, but from my little bit of research, he's held numerous regional NWA championships and was a former boxing world heavyweight champion. So uh, you got that. Yes, you do. You got that. Next up, I'm going to bust out uh, a name that people probably don't realize was actually a... This was the authority before the authority was the authority... <laughs> And I'm talking about Hisashi Shinima, who was the original on-screen president, Pacey, for the WWWF, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. He was he was the Jack Tunney, um, which was what we grew up with, and then uh, then they changed it. Then there was no longer a president, and then uh, then they changed it to like commissioners and stuff. Sergeant Slaughter was in there, but there was somebody between Tunney and Slaughter, and I can't remember. It might have been Piper. Might have been Piper. But it sounds right. Yeah, Hisashi Shinima. Uh, I don't know a lot about him other than I know he was the original on-screen president for the WWF. So that was kind of cool. And then a name that I think most people know, but I'm I'm not sure about that just because I'm not sure how much people know the the business side of wrestling business and i was really into it maybe some people aren't but jim barnett is going in mm, i loved barnett's and blueberry vodka don't you though oh, i he do made some good blueberry vodka um the man owned three different wrestling companies he was a co-owner of the nwa which everybody knows the nwa he was an owner of Australia's World Championship Wrestling, not to be confused with World Championship Wrestling that took over NWA. I know it gets confusing, folks. <laughs> and he was the owner of Georgia Championship Wrestling. GC Dub. GC Dub. GC Dub. He also worked for Jim Crockett Promotions. And uh, he served as a vice president for Titan Sports from 84 to 87. And for youngins out there, Titan Sports was the actual legal name of WWF's uh, parent company. <sighs> Hence the Titan Towers name on their building, which they will be exactly. moving from in the next couple of years. So it's really cool to see him in there. I think that's awesome. Like I said, to me, he's a huge name. But as I was thinking about it, I was like, God, I wonder how many people actually know Jim Barnett or not. So I know the I'm glad he's getting some. I didn't know the accolades. Yeah, so I know he's getting some recognition. Hell yeah! For sure. We got a rip, rage, and rest of the show for you folks. We're sitting at about an hour, ten minutes so far. Woohoo! Woo! So I suppose we might as well just start getting into some picks, pasty. Oh yeah, we got the picks. 
to flick your bix. That's weird. And then bend over, Stevie Nicks. That's even weirder. I'm going to get that goat. Goatsy! <laughs> yes, Beastnicks Takeover Picks, the New York edition. And why, baby? Starting off the night, we'll have Pete Dunn defending his UK championship versus Walter. This is going to be a barn burner of a classic Shit, yeah. British championship match. This is this is going to be British strong style. Can they please just all the way. do back and forth chest slaps for the first 20 minutes of the match? They very well might. Uh, that and I'm going to be okay with that. Chest, chest slaps and finger snaps. Yeah, I, I'd definitely be okay with that. These are two of the greats from British wrestling before American people knew British wrestling existed. Mm -hmm. I want to see Daniel Bryan's chest after Walter gets through with it. (laughs) That's a new bucket list. That that would be good. (sighs) Um, I'm going out on a limb here and I'm going for a Walter. I think, I think, I think he deserves it. I don't know if you, again, it's pro wrestling. I don't know if they've been pushing him hard. He's the man. He was, before he signed with WWE, he's probably the biggest UK wrestler mm. out there. And, uh, you know, before him, I think it was Tommy End, who's now Aleister Black. Then Tommy End got signed, Aleister Black, and now then it was Walter, and now he's got signed. So, yeah, I, I, think, I think I'll be happy either way. I just want to watch this match. I could see Dunn keeping it, and I'd be fine with Dunn having a super long run yeah, with this. Just, just make it super prestigious. Yeah, just make his name synonymous with it, and I'm fine with that. But I'm I'm gonna give the nod to Walter. I think Walter's an easy pick, but I do feel like if there is a person who could hold the UK championship and make it, and has made it what it is, and and make it even more than that, I think it's done, and I I I want it to stay undone. We're done with done. Well, I'm, like I'm one this with is, done. You're one with done. I'm done with done. You're, it's just going to be great. This could easily, this could easily be the match of the night. You won't halter with Walter. Which, um, again, there's just this is another one that could have so many matches of the night. Holy shit! I mean, it's 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 takeover, baby. WrestleMania takeover. You never know what to think of a takeover. It's like every time you watch it, you're like, oh, shit, that's definitely the match of the year. And then the very next match, oh, shit, it's better than the last. And then the very next match, oh, shit, which one was better, the last one, this one, or the first? I can't remember what happened in the first one, so much is going on. Oh, shit. Yeah. Good shit. But we go from, this is a this is a all-championship takeover, Pasty. Did you realize that? Yeah. It's an all championship paced over. We go from the paste UK over. championship. It's a paste over. It's a paste over. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we call a paste over. Moving from the UK to the TT. We're NXT give you tag. a Bukaki makeover. It's a paste over. <laughs> so, sir, uh, what is your prior experience? <laughs> well, in my last job, I stood around in a group of men jerking off and waiting to come on a woman's face. <laughs> Got the job, sir. <laughs> NXT Tag Team Championships: The War Raiders defending their titles against the team of Alistair Black and Ricochet. Hey, they're a staple tag team. They're stapled together. They, for some reason, it doesn't make sense. 
for some reason they're stable. They're they're competing on both NXT Takeover and WrestleMania. And as you might find out later on in our predictions of WrestleMania, there's a reason I'm pretty sure the War Raiders are keeping the championships. I'd say there's more than one reason why you'd get to that, but yes. I don't want. Yeah. 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 I think it's going to be good. This is going to be a good match. Two very different styles, but if you've watched... I want to know how the Raiders beat Aleister Black and Ricochet. That's my big question. My question isn't who's going to win, it's how how are they going to defeat Yeah, if you've watched War Machine back in Ring of Honor, you know that they can have awesome matches with guys like these. Go look at a War Machine versus Young Uh Bucks match, and you're just going to be blown away. So even though on paper it might look like this is probably the worst match... This could end up being fan-damn-tastic. They, they, they make me love the fact that old-time wrestlers are saying that these high-flying flippy-doo guys are ruining wrestling because you're built to wrestle these guys. That's yeah. what you exist for as a big man, is to wrestle these guys. Exactly. Nobody wants big men versus big men. Occasionally, but not a lot. No. It depends on who it is. Pasty White versus Fat Mac. That, we're down for that sumo wrestling match. No clothes. Baby oil. Baby oil. I was going to say mayonnaise. That too. We'll do both. Mayonnaise. <laughs> I'll be mayonnaise. You'll be Miracle Whip. Okay. One of us there is going go. down. I'll bring this on the other one. Uh... Yeah, War Raiders to win this one, I think. And for me, it's just on the plain fact that Alistair Black and Ricochet were called up to WWE six weeks ago. Yeah. They got to be done with NXT soon. They got no reason. Yeah. They got no reason. Yeah. Next up, we have the also, NXT. Also, this is the uh, finals of the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Or no, no. They won the Dusty Rhodes Classic to to. They, they won it. Correct. Yes. Correct. That's why they're here. Uh, up next, we have the NXT Narcotics Anonymous Championship match. <sighs> Velveteen Dream is defending his championship against Matt Riddle. I'm so sad. You don't want Velveteen to lose? No, I don't want him to lose, but he <laughs> he can't win. He's not going to win. And then he's going to go to the main roster, and then I'm going to be sad. If this was 20 years ago. Fuck, what is it, 2019? Yeah, 20 years ago really wasn't that long. I was just thinking about that, like, fuck, so 2010 we- was 10 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, so if this is 20, yeah, 1999, 20 years ago, easily. If this was 20 years ago, they would they would have Matt Riddle win the NXT North American Championship, the NA Championship, and they would change it to the Narcotics Anonymous Championship. Right. They talk about <laughs> yep. his drug use fully. Like, yeah. it was made for him. Like, this this, this is written for this. It just, it writes itself, but you just can't <laughs> do it. That's what bothers me. But for sure, this is going to be another one that could easily be match of the night. Uh, Velveteen Dream never ceases to amaze me. Matt Riddle has been disappointing in WWE so far. They haven't that put him up happen. in any lengthy matches. They haven't let him show who he they is. Haven't. It's just like what WWE did with EC3 when they called him up. He, there's no reason to believe in the guy because you haven't given him a chance to show anything. Yeah. So I'm hoping this is his showcase um, I don't know, but I'm hoping. I mean, Velveteen Dream can make him look good. 
Velveteen Dream does look good. Yeah, yeah, he does. I put a pinky in his butt. <laughs> I'm just saying, Velveteen Dream, I love to see him win, but I'll never be mad when he loses. That man, he's he's like Shawn Michaels. He he looks good losing. Mm. <laughs> like he I want to see he him can and make Shawn himself. in a sell-off. I just, that oh, my gosh. They, they'd both just be flip-flopping and flying, <laughs> but never touching each other. Yep. They just blow on each be, other. <laughs> yeah. Fly across the ring. It'd be nuts. All fucking bloody. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. I would love it. I was just watching uh, some of Sean's best fucking bumps. As much shit as I give Sean. The man was amazing in his time. His match with Hulk Hogan. Brilliant bumping. Oh, that no. I, I disagree. I think that was so... It was... And he, and, Depending on who you believe, he was totally doing that oh, on he purpose. He definitely was doing that on purpose. Um, Vince wanted I think him that to was make Hogan look strong. And so he's like, okay, you yeah. want that? I'll give you what you want. You won't ask me to do it again. That, that was very <laughs> unprofessional, I think. But that's that comes back to why I dislike Shawn Michaels so much is that shit. He, and had, that he comes was back not to a professional. Why he's one of my favorites. <laughs> and, yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. I won't take away his in-ring in prowess, and I won't even take away his I mean, his original. And he wasn't um, even young guard then. He was like middle ground. I've been here oh, for a long time. I'm meat and bones. At that time, he had already retired and come back. Yeah. So he was a legend at that yeah. time already. He had no reason to have to do that. Yeah. Sean, you, you've sullied your, your reputation. Yeah. No. That and every time that he comes out, it, it, you and I have talked about it, and I'm sure I've talked about it on the podcast before. Every time he comes out to the ring, gets on his knees, does the cross, points up in the heavens because he's such a religious guy, then he goes in the middle of the ring and, cr- and crotch chops and says, suck it. <laughs> that also is just like, you, you hey, can God, only you do one attention? or the other You're at the time. You're to see what I do next. Yeah, you, you can only do one or the other in the same <laughs> fucking show. You can't do both. Not with me there. I won't let that pass. Sorry, buddy. Hail Satan! Yeah. Next up, we have NXT Women's Championship match. These are three of the best women in the, the all of WWE right Except now. Except there's four of them. All right, what did I say? Three. Well, you got to guess which one isn't. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, not going to tell you which one is not. <laughs> Little Freudian slip there. We got Shayna Baszler defending her championship against Kyrie Sane, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair. Now, aren't Sane and Shirai just going to work together for a while? Uh, I would hope so because they are former friends and they, they used to work in stardom together. I don't see Shayna and Belair getting along. You know what I mean? No, no. Shayna doesn't get along with anybody and Bianca <sighs> Belair doesn't. She's the EST of NXT, pasty. So then, and this is only if you're booking it like WWE would book it. Kyrie Sane, Eo Shirai take out Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair early. They're out for an extended period where Kyrie Sane and Eo Shirai go head to head. And put on an amazing women's clinic match yes. at that point. And then, as I'm predicting, Shayna Baszler comes in for a quick submission or roll up to retain. Super makes sense. Yeah. Uh, 100% makes sense. It's just when you have so many people in the match, the odds is the champion's going to walk away. Especially when you think the main event of WrestleMania and what's going to happen there. Right. 
Um, with that, and I agree with you. I think that's the the probably the best written storyline, and, and probably the most obvious one. It is. It is very. You could even cutter, very easy to come up with. But. You could even though take that a step further and say when Shayna comes in and goes to puts a hold, puts her triangle hold or something onto Io Shirai. That's when Bianca Belair comes in, Chokes the shit wraps her the up in her hair. Yep, exactly. And she ends up pu- pulling out the wind or does a quick little schoolgirl and ends up getting the quick win. You know what I mean? Or Kyrie Sane has enough or, time to regain some stamina and you, pick up the win. Yeah, you could even see, you could, ooh, how about this? What if Shayna Baszler has Io Shirai in a hold? Io Shirai is holding out. She's fighting for everything. This is her chance. Bianca Belair pins Kyrie Sane while. Shayna Baszler is holding Io Shirai, but Io doesn't tap. There you go, and that furthers hella storylines. And then Io could tap right after the the ref counts mm-hmm. three, so then they both, I mean, then you could further Shayna Baszler and, and Bianca Belair's story right there, like, you know. Mm. Eh, I don't know. So many things you could do with this. Any one uh, of them just, I'm okay with. Uh, honestly, yeah. I, I'm, really, I'm really fine with any one of them getting it. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with anyone getting it, but if folks couldn't tell from my description before, I'm picking Bianca Belair. She is just, she's one of them that I never watched before NXT, and I love Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai, and I have, I've watched their stuff before NXT, and I'm super into them, and I'm super into so many people, but I have just fallen in love with Bianca Belair in the ring. Just, I think she's amazing. I love her hair gimmick. I think she can do a lot with that. I love the EST of NXT. I think she has everything. She has the badass look. She has good in, in-ring experience, good in-ring talent. She can work on it. She's she's probably not as good as Kyrie or Io. I want to see Bianca um, Belair and Shayna Baszler in a hair versus hair match, and Shayna ends up losing. Shayna could be, be a cool. bald chick. She could. Oh yeah, she could pull that off. Just like uh, just like uh, um, just for the risk of Belair losing her hair, I think that would be good. Very good. It's a good stipulation. Yes. I, I really think it is. Uh, Roxy Laveau is who I'm trying to think of. I don't remember what she was in WWE, but Serena Deeb. Remember Serena Deeb? No. She, you don't remember no. Serena Deeb from the? Uh, she was with Doc Gallows and uh, CM Punk oh, in the okay. Straight Edge Society. Yep. yep. And she had to shave her hair. Yeah. And she pulled it off. Yeah, she did. I mean, she didn't pull it off. She shaved it but, off. And I mean, Ruby Riot's close enough. She could pull it off too. She oh, she's yeah. got shaved enough head as is. Yeah, yeah, she does. She has shaved on the side. <sighs> then we got what probably will be no no doubt how amazing all of these other matches are. What probably will end up being the best match of the weekend. Uh, probably is an understatement. I think NXT Championship match. Johnny, Johnny Gargano, Mr. Wrestling versus Adam Cole, Bebe in a best two out of three falls match. Yes. And I mean, if we can't have Ciampa Gargano conclusion, this is the best way to go. It feels so right. And since Ciampa's going to be out for a long time, you can just take them both away from that picture. And we can be undisputed together forever. Forever. I think you guys know who we're both picking. Baby, I have to. I mean, they, they already know at this point. Even if I thought there's no way he's winning, I'm going for Adam Cole. Mm. 
even if I thought there was no way for all the for the all the pretty high profile nothing matches that he's had to lose. Like he lost in the tournament, he lost at the the Super Bowl show. He he's been losing lately, and I think this is his time. I mean, like I said, Garga uh, Champa's gone for probably a year. For yeah, he's gonna be out. He's gonna be out for a while. If he that. comes back, there's a chance. You know what I mean? There's a chance mm-hmm. he couldn't come back. So sadly, yes. change everything. Go undisputed. Why not? It's the best faction in WWE. Hands down. Yeah. Best one in a long time. Uh-huh. And right now they ain't got no gold. Nope. So for Cole Sadly. to have the NXT championship, that's great. Keeps, keeps them in the picture. You know, and keeps then if you them want with bragging to, rights. Jarga- Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa were already called up to the main roster, so Gargano can go too. I want him to stay on he NXT can. to finish out this feud whenever Ciampa comes back. And because he's just going to get lost in the show. Well, the worst part is guy like when Ciampa does finally come back, there's no, not going to be any sign that there was ever a feud in the first place, and they're going to be best friends and tag team champions. And They could end up being the, the Zane the Zane Owens of, of the new Zane Owens. I don't know. Yeah. They, just don't have the, they just don't have the history Zane Owens did, so I hope they don't do that. But... And then, Pasty, I just recently added this in because I realized we did not have a tiebreaker, and we're trying to make sure we have a tiebreaker for every one of our predictions. Um, So I'm throwing out a tiebreaker. This two out of three falls match, there's a chance that one guy is going to get two falls in a row, and it's over. We don't get a full three falls. I'm willing to bet that we only get two falls. Are you willing to bet on three, or should we try to find something different for a tiebreaker? I think you're going to have three falls. So I think you're a stupid man to make that bet. So, yes, I will take it. I agree. I, you know, nine times out of ten in a two out of three falls match, there's three falls. And when you got two guys like this, it'd be great to see them go three falls. But I'm always a big fan of every now and then throwing in a two falls in a row just to keep everybody on their toes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if anybody could do it, either Gargano or Adam Cole could pull it off and be believable. You know, I could I can pick Adam Cole and still if Gargano gets two falls in a row, I'm I'm pulling out the tiebreaker. <laughs> right, right. So all right, we'll go with that. I don't see that happening at all. I don't. <laughs> what, I mean obviously would, uh, I'm giving you the, the slide on this. have been two out of three falls if it would have made it this far? I would hope so. You would have to assume so, I'd think. They've done every fucking stipulation under the sun so far. Yep. Running out of stipulations. Hair versus hair match, but you know what happens if Champa loses? And this this takeover <laughs> has more matches than any takeover in recent history, so I'm excited. Any takeover ever? A lot of them have just been four or five matches recently, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see if they give this one more time or what they do. I just wonder which ones the quick ones are going to be. I'm scared that Pete Dunn Walter is quick because that means Walter wins. I, I was going to say um, I, I was scared that the um, Velveteen Dream Matt Riddle one's quick and Matt just taps him out right away. Yeah, that better not happen. Matt needs to show something. He hasn't yet. He's just going to get the that, championship yeah. and then face Cassius Ono 17 more times. <laughs> <sighs> I, I was really excited for for him to be in, in WWE and NXT. <laughs> and now I'm just like, he needs to go back to the Indies. Yeah. I'm glad you're finally See, on the anti-hype train with me. I, 
as soon as I saw him, I'm like, yeah, this guy doesn't belong here. <laughs> and I mean, that, and he's not, he's an, he's an awesome wrestler. He's really a really good wrestler, but he just does, he does not work even in the, in the NXT WWE machine. He does not work. I think it's funny because like Vince sees people like Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe and Bray Wyatt as too fat. And I look at them and I don't see that at all, but I look at fucking Ono and I'm like, get the fuck out. He's not big bone. Go cry and eat I think some it's the biggest difference. Donuts. You know, and he's, he is, he's bigger than any of those guys. He's taller. Right. He, I just don't know. I don't know. He was a king of wrestling at one time, Pasty. Yeah. He should wear full pants. Nobody wants to look at that cottage cheese. You ain't Rikishi. pants. Full pants. He should go to eight, uh, all elite. And feud with Hangman Adam Page, and they can both have body issues together. There you go. There. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I'd probably accept him in AEW. Oh, pasty! It's time to get out of the picks and get into the case files. Entering a new segment, I like to call Tasty Dick Pasty's Tricky Tip Case File Number Double O One. As many of you know, my name is Pasty, and I'm a dick. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And by that, I mean I'm an expert detective and internet sleuth. Right? Oh, right? yeah. I mean, that uh, that's what I meant, Pasty. That's what I meant, Pasty. <laughs> Digging up clues and connecting the dots that nobody sees is the life I lead. Presenting the facts to you here first, folks. This week, I have some explosive findings that will blow the lid off of WWE's big plans for the upcoming fiscal year. Here's the facts, Jack. In a recent interview with Wrestling Travel, WCW icon Sting stated that the only person he would come out of retirement to face at this point would be Shawn Michaels. No, The Undertaker. No, Ric Flair. <laughs> but really, The Undertaker. Oh, yeah. A fact that most observant wrestling fans will have known for at least a year. And why would he do that? Well... Not three articles later on the same news site that I was browsing. Same site! It was announced by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that The Undertaker will be appearing at WWE's next Saudi Arabia pay-per-view on May 3rd. Oh my gosh, they're having another one. Oh, they're having two this year. One in May and one in November. It's disgusting. (laughs) So, to connect to the next dot... We have to note that the Saudi Arabian royal family lives 20 years in the past and loves when WWE parades around its roster of senior citizens. One can only uh, assume that it takes 20 years for the feed to travel <laughs> from New York to Saudi Arabia because it's got to go through customs and all that. And you guys know how that yeah. is. It travels by camel. Yeah, yeah, and then there's, and then you know, then there's the the time zones. So then you get jet lag, and it's it's all it's a whole mess, folks. You don't you don't understand how cable yeah, works. You, you've never folks. seen a camel with jet lag before. You you don't want to go there. You don't want to be there. <laughs> That's how people lose it's, it's their not, heads. And it's not it's not the whole it's not the hump day camel that you see on the commercials around here. No, Jack, sir, it is not. <laughs> now all of these facts lead me to conclude with exact certainty exact Exact, precise precision 
We will be witnessing The Undertaker versus Sting in Saudi Arabia, either the event in May or the event in November for all the blood money. Pasty, you did some good sleuthing. I like to connect you the did dots. Some good, I, think, I think you definitely put some gum on your shoes there, buddy. We knew when Sting came to WWE that the only person he really had any interest in facing was Undertaker. To be honest, the only person the fans had interest in him facing was The Undertaker. Let's be honest. Mm. And we all know The Undertaker will accept that Saudi money happily. So this, that I, I follow your path completely, and I think you're right. And I think you've got a very well laid out plot here. The only problem I have with this is that I think you are right. And I 100% will refuse to watch any of their Saudi Arabia specials, even illegally, just out of just out of spite, just out of the fact that, that I'm a human being, I guess. Right. And I have some kind of scruples. And I think it's going to be a shame that I will not get to watch The Undertaker versus Sting. But um, I'm not I'm not going to do it. Not even for Taker Sting. Especially not for Taker Sting at this point in their career. Right. It's not worth my soul for that. Not, you know, not that I have a soul. I've sold it multiple times. But. I mean, there's always the off chance this turns into a three-match run, but I don't think any of us want that either. Oh, One God, and done. No. That's what I Taker always say. Taker don't want that. Nope. That's how she gets it. <laughs> That's how she gets tasty dicks. Pasty dick. <laughs> Tasty dick pasties, tricky tip. <laughs> Just the tip. Just the tip. Uh, I did Just connect the, tip, the dots man. even further that this was Vince McMahon's attempt to spark Monday Night War fever in Saudi Arabia for those who may not have witnessed it in the past. So they get WWF versus WCW, and this insights oh, rioting in the streets and sparks off World War Three. What if he? What if he brought out the NWO again, and then he had like <laughs> the acolytes? He had JBL and Ron Simmons come out, and Viscera come out. Well, Viscera's dead, isn't he? But Midian come out, and all the old, you know, the the Ministry guys. Yeah, uh, that'd be sad, <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> There is rumors that they're trying to get women on the bill for the Saudi Arabia shows, too. I'm, I'm sure they're trying. <laughs> um, I'm sure they're asking. Let me put it this I'm sure they're asking. I'm sure it's not going much farther than that. I mean, if they did it like they did. Where where was it? Um, Was it Iraq where the women fought, but they were in full cover or whatever? Yeah, they, they dress um, modestly. Uh, Modestly, with face you. coverings. I was gonna say conservatively, but yeah, modestly. <laughs> you know, even at well, I don't know. I probably okay. First, I'm gonna say you could even do this, but then I'm gonna say I would shit on them for doing this. So it's a no-win situation. But even if you pre-recorded one or two matches ahead of time, and then just aired them on the network while you had some propaganda playing in the, to the live crowd in Saudi Arabia, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just so there was actually a women's match on there, but it wasn't actually there live. Um, at, it would give them the payday. It would put them on the show. But at the same time, I'd still give, I, I'd call them out for that bullshit. Also, I just know if you're Stephanie go was asked way, about evolution and, and if it was in the works for this year, since it wasn't announced in their pay-per-view lineup. And she said she had things in the works that might surprise some people. And a lot of people are leading it to believe that, that they're working on trying to get women to Saudi Arabia. They think one match is going to make up for a whole women's pay-per-view somehow. 
I don't think it does at all. Even if it happens, like even if it's glorious, like that doesn't make up for a fucking six hour pay-per-view that everybody loved and enjoyed more than most of the content you put out in the last five years. Right. We're going to have an all women's pay-per-view out of Rio de Janeiro called Carnival. (laughs) We're going to the Amazon where no men are allowed in these tribes. And the winner gets (laughs) Snoo Snoo. Snoo. (laughs) (sighs) They said they don't like women's basketball. (laughs) Did you explain the fundamentals? (laughs) Yes. All right. All right. Fuck, it's almost WrestleMania time, Pasty. It's a day away. A day away, folks. Kickoff show starts in two hours. Two hours and 75 (laughs) minutes. That's actually three hours and 15 minutes, but, you know, that's how I time shit. I'm going metric in this bitch. Metric system. The best system. That's right. Folks, we are moving into B-Sticks pay-per-view picks. WrestleMania 35. Dub It's WrestleMania Crown. They don't have numbers anymore, Pasty. Oh, they're going to symbols? It's like when you hit the They have hit been the shell, for the last three years. Hit the shell against Remember the those... stairs and Mario so many times you start getting infinite lives. That kind of shit. Exactly. They did WrestleMania Gesture Hat. <laughs> and they did, re- what was the one before that? WrestleMania something else. Uh, It was still... And now it's WrestleMania Crown. This is the third one in a row that they're just not doing numbers because Vince McMahon thinks numbers make it look old. Numbers don't matter in WWE. Except uh, for every time we give you the numbers. I know, right? (laughs) Numbers don't matter. And here are the numbers. Look at all these two-time Hall of Famers. Um, I will say that the kickoff show is cool and all, but again, Cruiserweight Championship match and WrestleMania pre-show, they got to start finding something else to put there. Yeah. They're really uh, they're really trying to sync 205 Live. They're doing everything they can to let you know it's not important. Mm. And there's some matches on the, sh- on the main card that, like, there's not very many matches that don't have a reason or a stipulation. But there's matches I would pass on. Yeah. To be honest, sad but true. It is. There's a lot of matches that I only want to see one of the participants in. I'll stop complaining if you put the shit on the DVD and let the superstars make royalties off of it. Yeah, let them make some money, honey. It's fucking. It's stupid. But yeah, let's uh, let's uh, rattle through this. We're uh, running low on time. Well, they're gonna start off the kickoff show allegedly. We don't know. We don't know what order it's going to be in, but we know that the women's battle royal is going to be on the kickoff show. I really wish they could have spent the last year trying to think of a name for the women's battle royal. Yeah. That would have been cool. Put a little bit of thought into it since they care about the women so much. It was like, let's go with Fabulous Moolah. Oh, wait. He could have even named it after his mother or something. I don't give a shit. But, um... You got a host of, I mean, like, like always, we don't even know the who's Drew all going to be there. Women's Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, he's got good tits. Um, so it's always just a guessing game in these Battle Royals. Even if you know everybody who's in it, it's just a guessing game. We don't know everybody who's going to be in either of these Battle Royals. But we do know some names that have been announced. We know Asuka because, you know, that's where she belongs. Right, yeah. Fuckers. You know, she was SmackDown Women's Champion just uh, a week and a half ago. Yeah. 
We've got uh, Mrs. Corey Graves, Carmella. We got Naomi. We got Lana, Mandy Rose, Sony Deville, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, Mickey James. And obviously, there's going to be a lot more women in oh, there. Oh, yeah, probably some surprises. I'm hoping for some surprises because I'm pulling a name out of a hat, Pasty. Yeah, you are. But I'm shooting for it. It was my early pick, too. Was it, it really? Was. That's cool that we were both on that same wavelength. I've been thinking it for a while because, like, she's not going to have a spot on Mania, but they've been doing stuff with her. They need to debut her. Either they either really it happens now her. or Monday. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're they're <laughs> really behind her. And I guess to let the, the folks listening in on the secret we know is my pick is going to be Lacey Evans, who I, I think they really they're putting the machine behind her. And I don't think that's a bad thing. No, really. Yet. She comes out with heavy machinery. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right behind her. <laughs> so my pick is Lacey Evans. It's a shot in the dark, but even if you pick somebody who's on the list, it's just a fucking shot in the dark. Uh, you know, for everybody that's in there, they, they, they always could just pull a fucking weird one and let Dana Brooke win. You never know. It doesn't mean yeah, anything. Nothing. Last year's winner Are was, they have a I don't remember. Again? Who was last year's winner with the uterus cup? Uh, Naomi. Naomi, yeah. and, and, and when did that get her? <laughs> on the fucking women's battle royal on the kickoff show. <laughs> Whoopty fucking do. But at least she got that uterus cup. Oh, wait, no, she tweeted out that they never let her fucking have it. They never gave it to her. We needed to use it again next year. <laughs> what the fuck? It gets you nothing. It means nothing. It's all bullshit. But what's your pick for the bullshit winner, Pasty? Uh, you know, they fucked Oscar hard here. <laughs> Something I would like and to do. So, and so I think they got to throw her a bone, which is something you'd like to do. <laughs> I think we all would. Yes, sir. I might throw her a bone alongside you. I'll do it together. You know, they say it's not gay unless the, the dicks are touching. Right. But how in the fuck are you going to double double stuff a broad without the dicks touching? Oh, I've never I mean, learned how to do that. So one One person just gets blowies. I mean, if that makes me gay, no, you got a double stuffer, two in at one time, same hole. <laughs> are you going to double anal her and not have you touch your dick? She's got to have a big ass anal right. if you're not even touching dick. You're going to be touching a lot more at than that point, dicks at that point anyway. At, at that point, you just, it's, you're not even getting anything out of it. Hello, Five minutes later, she's not <laughs> in the room and it's just you and your buddy scissoring. Yep. Man scissors. That's not a pretty it's a sight. Trail. Just a trail of gerbils leading out to the fucking living room. Where'd the gerbils come from? But no, up until Oscar lost her championship and her spot on the main event of WrestleMania, I definitely figured they were going to go with Lacey Evans. Yeah. But now I got to say, so, give it to Oscar. Let Evans have her fucking explosive debut on Monday. Really, that matters more than this weekend anyway, especially when you're on the pre-show. Oh, it truly matters a lot more, and, and and I would I would love for Oscar to have this just so that, again, like you said, to give her something. It's a bullshit something. It's a participation award, but it's 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 at least it's that. Yeah. And, and so, is this the first year they've done the women or second year they've done the women's battle royal or third? Second. Okay. Because I part of me thought Oscar won one of these. <laughs> I think she won. Didn't she win a Royal, Royal Rumble? Rumble last year? Yeah, she won. Yeah, she won a Royal mm. Rumble. Where'd that get her? <laughs> oh yeah, fuck. 
Um, next, we have another bullshit battle royal, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, that every winner has gone to shit. It's it's almost, a, you almost don't want to win it because nothing good's going to happen. Right. Big Show won it once. Braun Strowman won uh, it last year. Or no. Did Strowman, Strowman win it? No, Strowman he won, won the once, he won though. the greatest Royal Rumble. Okay. Okay. He got a belt, remember? Yeah. I mean, they didn't let him keep the belt either. Did Corbin win one then? I think Corbin might have won one. Yeah. Anyway, the fact that we can't remember right. just proves right. that. There's only been like four or five, and we don't even know who the fuck well, won. Well, this match does have a storyline going into it between Braun Strowman and the hosts of Saturday Night Live's uh, Weekend Update. Weekend Colin Update. Colin Jost and Michael Che. Uh, yeah, which... Yeah, um, this is worse than Nicholas. I like Michael Che. I don't want him in, I don't want him in my WrestleMania, but I like Michael Che. Yeah, yeah. What's See, the Michael story? Che Where did this not come from? The, the because... one I have a problem with. It's Colin Jost. Like... I haven't even. I they're obviously for whatever reason they haven't done anything on SNL about no, this. No, so where, no, no. And you what, think what happened? Would, where did this come from? Bringing them in and having them do this angle with Braun that Braun would ha- be a host on SNL or have a walk-on slot. None of that. Yeah. It doesn't make yeah, any fucking so. sense to me. Because I haven't. I didn't know until today when I was looking at the lineup that they were on there. So where? What is the storyline leading into Basically, the space team? They were special guests on Raw, and Braun Strowman was PMSing and pissed off, looking for somebody. Uh, probably Corbin or you know one of those douchebags. Uh, but Colin Jost and Michael Che got in the way. Colin Jost talked some shit. Strowman picked him up by his neck and held him up against the wall, and he like just kind of gave a blank stare and didn't really do anything. And then he set him down, and he completely no sold it, and it was stupid. And then it's just been, yeah, they tried to apologize to Braun Strowman by buying him a car. Ooh, there's a nice convertible car in the parking lot. I wonder what Braun's going to do with that. I bet it's not drive it. Oh, he might tip it over. (laughs) Well, he ripped the door off it and and then had somebody send it back to them. He didn't rip a door off it and throw it at somebody in the audience (laughs) like he did last time, did he? No, this is all out in the parking lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so when you say that there's a storyline in here, you use the word storyline yeah, loosely. Vaguely, vaguely. Yeah. Okay. So to let people know, we got those so three. Will we be also eliminating got Colin Jost and Michael Che. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we also got Andrade, no longer Cien, no longer Almas. We got Ali, no longer Mustafa. It's so bad. It's so bad. I knew they were gonna do this to Ali too. And you, you're gonna shorten it to three fucking letters. You fucking bastards. He makes no sense now. Yeah. Oh, uh, we got. God. It, we got Apollo Cruz. Ginger Mahal. The beef. Ginger Mahal gets to keep both his names. What the fuck is that about? That motherfucker doesn't need either one. Let's just call him gone. Apollo Crews went down to one name um, and got his name back, so there's still hope. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. He was just Apollo. I knew they were going to do that sudden, shit, though. Ali. I don't want to know him um, as Ali. I'd rather Mustafa, yeah, to be yeah, honest. 100%. Um, Tyler Breeze apparently still works for the company. Didn't know that. He's going to be there, unless he's just coming back for one more no, show. He's, he's there. Bobby Roode, Rhino, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, the Good Brothers, EC3. Uh, so basically, uh, who gives a shit of, of WWE? I mean, a who's hmm. who of WWE? Oh, Sorry, shit. I, didn't mean uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but a couple of weeks ago, WWE put out a YouTube uh, video, and it was I about. Have not seen it, 
It was about Fandango getting ready to come back. And they showed like clips throughout his entire career, but none of it was fashion police or him dancing. It all looked very serious. And then he's like talking seriously about his career and where he's been and where he wants to go. And I'm wondering if they bring him back and try well, to... he's coming back with a new Dude, character. yeah. If they take him seriously... It, it, he kind of needs yeah. to at yeah. this point. I like him as a wrestler. I don't like him as a dancer. I like him yeah. with Tyler Breeze, but if you have him be serious and then maybe have a feud between the two of them, you know what I mean? Like he comes back, like none of that shit ever yeah. happened. And Tyler's like, what's up, man? <sighs> yeah, I'd be down with yeah. that. So who's your pick, Pacey? Uh, you got to give it to Strowman, I think. Or Jinder Mahal. I guess if I got, if I, if I get a fallback, it's Jinder. You know, I actually was, I was contemplating picking Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Honestly, that's scary that we right. both thought about it's that. It's probably going to happen then. <laughs> um, I, I think Braun is probably the easy money, but again, with any of these battle royal, fucking I don't see Mustafa happen. Ali winning any matches now after that name change, so. No. I'm going to go with somebody who could use the rub, even though, as we've discussed, this isn't even a real fucking rub, but I think WWE likes you to think it is for two weeks. And I'm going to say EC3 picks up a win here. I would love to see him do it. I would love to see him brag about it for six months. In the months last couple of weeks, really they've done things with EC3 throats. that I never thought they would do, and they've kind of been making him a joke in backstage segments. And yeah. they, see, I'm not like watching, a, so I don't know like what they do with him. He's like a big, dumb box of rocks. But he... he uh, that's kind of what he was, though, in, in, <sighs> in Impact when he first started. But then he evolved. Yeah, but with a body WWE like that, Vince would character. love him and want him to be taken seriously and not made a joke right away. Right. Because, like, Especially Braun Strowman is a big joke talk. now, and he ain't coming back yeah. from that. No, he's oh. not. So you and I picked the two big jokers. Yep. Oh, fuck us, then. <laughs> and then we got, for the seventh year in a row, Buddy Murphy defending the Cruiserweight <laughs> Championship on the kickoff show. <laughs> Surprise there, motherfucker. Right. And every time I hear it, it's been really good matches, and, like, you'd think they'd give him a chance. Yeah. Give him a chance. Give him... Against... You uh, can give him first. If you don't want to give him first, give him the piss break at the end. Yeah. Just throw him in there. He's going to be taking on Anthony <laughs> Nice, who still has two names for some reason. Yeah. They're just going to shorten it uh, to Nice. They're just going to call him Nice. They're going to team They'll him just up call him Tony with Johnny Tony's. Nephew. Tony's. They're going to hook him up with Johnny Nephew. It's going to be Nisi Nephew, baby. Uh, uh. What, if he, what if he had a valet, like a female valet that was like Samantha Nephew, and it's Nisi Nephew, but he's the male and she's the female? <laughs> it's Nisi Nephew, baby. I, you know what? Even back in his uh, Impact Wrestling days, I have never been a fan of Anthony Nice, Tony Nice, Nice, Tony Nephew, whatever you want to call him. He's got a body, but for me, that's all he has. I honestly, um, sitting here, can't even remember which one of those cruiserweights he is. He's the one with the body. Long hair? He looks like Pac with a shaved head. Shaved head. Yeah. I don't know. Or, I mean, I guess as long as it's been since I've watched 205 Live, he could easily have grown it out to long hair at this point. It's been over a year since I've seen anything on 205 Live. where my Live, gentleman but... Jack is. Why hasn't he been in the spotlight? Old, old Gallagher, man. He's taking some time off yeah. with his umbrella. I want him but and But you and I both, I mean, this is no, uh, this is no, 
I know they could have the, the, the umbrella on a pole match between him and Skrull. More excited Good about Jack Gallagher and fucking Marty Skrull. Mustaches versus mustaches. Yep, uh, it'd, be, it'd be the shit. Uh, yeah, no surprise here. We're both going with Buddy Murphy. I don't mean to blow your load for everybody pasty, fine. but I don't think anybody thought old Anthony Neese was mm-hmm. taking it. Not. So, and just to remind everybody, in case you're wondering, in case you're new here, we do pick who we think's going to win on the kickoff show. It doesn't matter. We just wasted 20 it, minutes of your time. It's just like whose line is it anyways. The points don't matter, and we make up the shit as we go. So um, this is where the actual what's going to count towards whether pace your eye win is going to start on the main show. Main event. We'll be kicking it off, potentially, with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Fatal 4-Way. Featuring the Tag Team Championship Usos versus Ricochet and Aleister Black, who will one day be known as just Aleister, versus The Bar, (laughs) versus Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. So yeah, that's going to happen. So that's going to happen. Right off the bat, Um, I'm willing to put big money on the fact Rusev and Shinsuke don't win. No shit. (laughs) Isn't isn't it so sad that those two are known as jobbers? It is. I mean, it's going to go down in history. People are going to look back. When I first saw Rusev on NXT, I told you he's going to be the biggest thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alexander Rusev. He used to have two names: Pacey, Alexander (laughs) Rusev. I don't miss Alexander after all this time, though. I gotta say, it was nice, but I'm okay with just Rusev. Two names. It's got more personality, more of his personality in it, I think. Rusev Matka. He's a big, burly man of few words. He doesn't need two names, you know what I mean? Rusev Matka. Alexander Matka. Yeah, it doesn't sound as good, does it? <laughs> Nakamura Matka. I like there that. That fucking rolls, Nakamachka. Man. That's their new tag Nakamachka. team name. Nakamachka. There you go. I like... <laughs> We are now changing it, Pacey. You and I are doing the Nacha Matska. I love that. That was a good Naka one, Pacey. Nacha Matska. Nacha Matska. Um, I'm still surprised. <laughs> this is going to be a problem. <laughs> it's not a problem. That's how we roll. You know that. Lots of matza. What? <laughs> don't, let, don't, let, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story, Pasty. We're not that kind of people. Uh. Uh, I'm still surprised they haven't punished the Usos for what they've been doing. Well, they're, like, being punished storyline for some kind of shit. Oh, my God. And that's why it's a fatal four-way, because they're like, oh, you think you're the shit? Well, you can fight these four fucking... So are they heels again, or are they faces faces against against, the heel regime? Yeah, yeah, you know. What are the the authorities? I don't know what the authorities are right now. What are the authorities? It depends on how you rub them. Obviously, oh, Shane's heel against Miz. No, I mean, like, who Like who are the Everybody, authorities? I don't even know who Stephanie, they are. Stephanie, Shane, oh, Everybody's H, an authority? Vince, us. Those guys are all on screen again <laughs> yeah. now? Why? Well, they all got their own little thing. Triple H is back on TV? Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, he's got to be for this Batista Fuck. shit. Well, yeah, but he's, like, part of the authority now, too? Yeah, I mean, he still has power. Fuck. <laughs> he made the match. I mean... <laughs> he didn't used to, storyline-wise. Storyline wise, it was Stephanie and Shane. Yeah, but we got so sick of Stephanie and Shane so fast. I would rather have Triple H than any of them, really. I would. I would. I, I would. Okay. 
So, well, anyways, my point is, I think Ricochet and Aleister Black are losing on Saturday and winning on Sunday. I think they're taking the championship at the Fail 4-Way. They may not keep it long, but I think they are, out of everybody here, maybe outside of the Usos, the Usos do swell, but I think they could easily represent the SmackDown brand as champions. I think it would be great to, to light these two guys up as this is SmackDown. You're seeing something different. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the fact that they team these two guys up, and I would much rather see the out of Aleister Black turning heel on Ricochet. But, well, I was just going to say, could, couldn't you see in the long yeah, run them yeah. turning heel and having but a good story? But I want story? that to happen before they're... I, I want this tag team shit to end now. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm at. And so I think the Usos are going to rise above what the authority thought they could handle, and they're going to retain. Once you told me they're against the authority... I almost feel like they probably are going to win, but I'm going to keep my I'm going to keep my vote where it is. I feel like this mania especially has to be catered towards the fans more than catered towards fucking over the fans. They're just you know, starting to gain to back be, a little bit of the steam they've lost. And yeah, it used to be that they they wanted to leave the fans happy at the end of the night. I mean, for the first like 10, 15 uh, for the first 15 pay-per-view or the WrestleManias, there wasn't even a triple threat match ever in the main uh-huh. event. You know, it was always one-on-one, excluding WrestleMania 1, which was a tag match. Piper Orndorff versus Hogan, Mr. T, who loves his mama, by the way, if nobody's heard that yet. Um, But yeah, at some point, they just quit giving a shit about keeping the fans happy. And it's like... I don't know. Even if it's predictable, I, I think it's okay to screw the fans... Every now and then yeah, at well, WrestleMania, you yeah, you do to keep everybody on their toes. But it does. You could do it, you know, four or five uh, years, you know, separate. Vince McMahon's thinking of they'll watch whatever we give them. Didn't work out. That's that's what it boils down to. <laughs> well, we'll see. WrestleMania is always gonna fucking yeah, they will. Bastards. Bastards. You sheep. You're a bunch of fucking sheep. All right, so we're at two hours and 15 minutes. Let's get on to match two of this big card. Let's do it. We got Kurt Angle taking on Baron Corbin in a in a retirement match. Yes, in a farewell match. Farewell match. Storyline has been built up as Baron Corbin, but there's been so much so much backlash from fans and from, from WWE superstars. And Kurt Angle has been actively trying to get it changed. And fucking Corbin potentially got his ankle broken by Kurt Angle on on Raw or SmackDown, one of the two. So both Corbin and Rey Mysterio <laughs> now storyline wise have gotten. Well, their ankle they broken haven't really angle. said it, but still the Baron Corbin thing is up in the air. That's why I put an asterisk next to it. No yes, and I know fans would much rather see, especially one person in particular, facing Kurt Angle on his way out. Because what the fuck? Why would you have it be So Corbin? is this a retirement match? Is this a loser leaves town match? Or is this just, this is this his final is match? This is his final match. And then he'll probably sign with AEW. Okay. <laughs> That's my thought anyway. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is not Kurt Angle's final match in WWE. And he wins this. WWE has retired so many people. And fired so many people. And the very next day they're there. That we all know these these Kurt Angle stipulations can't even stand never up straight in the anything. ring, man. He's he's damaged goods just as much, if not more, than Mick Foley. 
Kurt Angle can't stand up in the ring, and he can still wrestle circles around Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, yeah. Okay. But the people who matter? Nah. Who matters? Kurt Angle. <laughs> I don't even think Kurt Angle thinks Kurt Angle matters anymore. So what's your pick? Uh, Baron John Corbin? Cena. John Cena? Yeah. yeah, how could he be left off the pay-per-view? Let's right. be honest. And I think it'd be a great surprise. I don't see Kurt's last match against Baron Corbin, no matter what, any way you cut it. I mean, in some twisted way, yeah, it puts a lot of fucking heat on Corbin, which is good for him in the long run. But is that what you really want? I don't know. I don't know. Is he going to be the next legend still killer then? I still don't even buy that it's going to be Angle's last match in WWE. I think it will be. Because he's... Every, every time we've had the stipulation... Too, baby. But Pasty, every time we've had the stipulation, they've always come back, right? Eventually, but he's already in the Hall of Fame. There's really not much to come back for. Little, he he might come back for, you know, the Stone Cold Rock WrestleMania appearance. <sighs> but I think his time He'd in the ring is done. To- I think he knows that. I... I I think I I think if you would be watching WWE, I don't even watch it on a regular basis. But every time I see him, I just get sad. Well, I will say if he if he is losing, I prefer he lose to Cena than Baron yeah. Corbin. I'm still picking that he's winning, so I'm going Cor- I'm going Angle. You're going Cena, yeah. which is which is a a pick. It's a pick. It's out there, Quite but I, I'm willing to put my guns on it. All right. <laughs> Following that, we have a false count anywhere match: The Miz versus Shane McMahon. Yes. Um, I know I haven't been following the product, but I really do not give a shit about this match. <laughs> well, I mean, The Miz did just beat um, uh, at least what's his fuck the leader of Sanity. Er- oh, Eric, yeah, Eric Young. Young in a false count anywhere match on Raw or SmackDown, one of the two. And then as he won the match, he looked up and Shane's in the back of an SUV smiling and driving away. But anyways. That's fucking weird. Uh, no, Miz is looking good. He's doing really good in this baby face mode, which is crazy. Yeah. But I mean, if you need like the white bread baby face guy who's... It's not It Miz. is the Miz. The white meat baby face yeah. guy? You're going to do a long run as a white meat... Wait, I think so. I think I think this is. Face? I don't think you're gonna flop back to heel right away after this. I think he's gonna have a good baby face run and maybe kind of pick up where John Cena left off. I also think oh. Miz could be the next guy to go to Hollywood. That's interesting. That's interesting. <sighs> I, I don't know. We we've said for years how the Miz has been growing on us more and more, and we love the Miz. Well, let's in the let's ring. love the Miz. Anybody who's seen his <laughs> movies know he's not going to Hollywood anytime soon. <sighs> But, um, I, I mean, obviously, this is just a way to get Shane McMahon's big bump yep. in. Obviously, that's all this is. Jumping off a semi or some shit. I, I uh, bet which means that Shane's going to lose. He always does that. That's fine. Oh, uh, did, did you see the, the WrestleMania ring set up yet this year? I have not. I've seen that there was a video it's of got it, a but I've not watched it It's got a very huge and sturdy-looking canopy this year. Oh, so Shane's going to jump off that probably. I, I would think so. I've thought this for years, though. But this one looks way bigger and way more sturdy. So Okay. That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't um, want I'm definitely this match to take place falls cone anywhere. Keep it as far away from the ring as you can. That's 
Oh, yeah. They don't even have to start yeah. in the ring. They could start before they ever... They, that would be awesome for them to have probably what I'm assuming is would be the first WrestleMania match to never step in the That'd ring. That would be great. That would be that awesome. That would be excellent. And that'd just be another <laughs> thing that they can tout, you know, the first ever <laughs> match that never was in a ring. And, you know, they love to tout their fucking first oh, yeah. ever. Yeah, and if McMahon's so. making that history, fuck yeah. Yeah, so that would be great. I, I'm down with that. Um... I'm picking the Miz just because I'm assuming Shane's gonna do a giant bump, and he's just there for them to put over the Miz, which is fine. I think it'll be a good spot fest. You think Miz's dad gets personally? <laughs> I don't know. I know he, that, that. Yeah, I I don't know because I'm not following the storyline. I do know that his dad got involved at one point with it wasn't Shane though, was it? Wasn't it some? Or no, yeah, yeah that's when Shane turned yeah. on the Miz, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah it was so it's like down. I. I just honestly don't care about this one, so I'm just not even going to pretend I do. They could not have this match at all, and I wouldn't. I'm looking forward to it. It's probably in my top five matches I'm excited to see. You can top five that, okay, Mr. Pritchard? All right. Up next, though, we have the Women's Tag Team Championship Fatal 4-Way. Another one I'm not excited about just for the fact that... It's for all the stuff that they're doing good with the women, like giving them the main event of WrestleMania. Awesome, and I give them all the credit in the world for it, and I didn't expect it to come this soon. So cool. I'm patting them on the back for that, and I'm giving a thumbs up. But then they have a match like this where it's like, well, everybody that we didn't get in the women's battle royal, let's just throw them in one more match. Tag teams matter. So that we don't have to fucking worry about having, you know, more than two women's matches on the main <laughs> roster. Because that'd be horrible in a fucking main roster with 12 matches to even have four women's matches. <laughs> oh, my God. So it is kind of disgusting. Uh, but with that being said, we got Sasha Banks and Bailey, the Boss and Hub Connection, versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia, the Old Timers, versus Nia Jackson Tamina, the, the Big Moans. Versus uh, the Iconics, Billy Billy K and um, Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce and Billy K. Peyton Manning and Billy English. Yep. Royce to five nine. (laughs) Bad means evil. Detroit, baby. (laughs) Uh, This match is going to be something I'm not going to pay much attention to. This match is going to be eight women in a five-minute match. It's not going to be Beth Phoenix and Natalia winning. (laughs) They just don't care. That's the thing that bothers me. We know that there's probably only two teams that are going to win, and you and I both picked them. Yep. (laughs) Um, So I'll throw mine out there. I'm going Banks and Bailey, the Boston Hub Connection, keep their championship. And I'm going with our picks for the original Women's Tag Team Championships, and I'm riding my boat with the Iconics. And I'm going to throw an asterisk on my pick that I would prefer the Iconics win than Sasha Mm -hmm. and Bailey. But I I want to beat you, Pasty, so I'm, I'm picking who I think is going to win, and I'm going with Sasha and All Bailey. Right. So that's that's the only thing. It's a thing fatal four-way, right and I know I just got done saying when it's a fatal four-way, it falls on the, the odds of the champion. Yeah, but you're just like WWE, and you change it from one moment uh-huh. to the next, your rules. So go well, ahead I mean, and the Iconics are that sly, sneaky, stupid, goofy tag team that would pull out the win in a match like this. You just called the Iconics stupid, I did. and I'm really upset well, at they're you. They're not smart. Well, they're super smart. <laughs> okay. 
They're cunning. <laughs> They're cunning. Cunnilingus. <laughs> United States Championship match. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Yo. Yo. Uh, this match may or may not happen as we stated in the news. And it actually fell or on to be our stipulation of the show. Do we call that now or do we wait till the end? Well, yeah, yeah, fucking let's call it now because it makes all sense. Right. We all know that Rey Mysterio broke his ankle when Kurt Angle he, threw he Baron Corbin ankle. into him. <laughs> yeah. Baron Corbin snapped his ankle when Kurt Angle you know, dangled his angle. Triple H. He dangled him from a coat hanger at a bad angle. Got strangled. Strangled his ankle. Strangled his ankle <laughs> while he was getting mangled. Sat it at a bad angle. I love strangled his ankle. I want that to be a thing now. It's going to be a finisher. It's the ankle strangle. Oh, my God. He's choking the hell out of his ankle. His ankle's getting no blood flow. He's he's blocking the artery with his thumb. Oh, my God. You can his see it. It's falling asleep, folks. It's turning purple. It's turning purple. The ref is calling the match. I want, to see, I want to see the foot drop two times and then the big toe starts shaking. Oh my god, look at the big toe! <laughs> I'm putting yeah. strangled his um, ankle in a song. It's going in a song. I don't even know where the fuck we're at. It. Oh yeah, hey, we're at Smojo versus Rey Mysterio. Um, so yeah, we don't know if this match will happen, if it'll be somebody different, or if it's going to be the same way that it is. Um, I don't know. Did I know that Joe was the United States yeah, champion? Yeah, you basically? found out on our last episode, and you were pleasantly surprised. Oh, fuck. That was like fucking four <laughs> weeks ago, Luke. It's a long Two time. Two weeks, but yeah. I am, but I am pleasantly surprised. I ain't gonna lie. I know, I was exaggerating, buddy. Come on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Samoa Joe, U.S. champion. Uh, oh yeah, he beat Nakamura, didn't he? Or who'd he beat? Uh, I don't know who the fuck he beat. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Samoa Joe. This was before I even knew that Rey Mysterio was injured. I picked Samoa Joe, and I'm sticking with my if Joe. If Rey Mysterio is able to compete in this match, I think uh, Joe's choking him out pretty fast. Joe's strangling that ankle. <laughs> He's going to strangle his ankle. <laughs> Tell clutch. his cankles dangle. <laughs> so we both got Joe... We're going from the U.S. to the I.C. Intercontinental Championship match. Bobby Lashley taking on a... F- is, oh, yeah, yeah. Will go, there go. be a replacement for Rey Mysterio? Will the match yeah, happen yeah, or they, not? Will this even happen? Will Joe, you know what I mean? will Joe have a yeah. match? It's not will the match mm-hmm. happen. You're saying Samoa Joe does not have a match yeah. at all. If Rey Mysterio is injured and can't compete, then they're... Best interest is to cut the match. I think it would be a quick, like I said, I think it'd be a quick match either way. And I'm saying Samojo has a match, whether or not it's with yeah. Rey Mysterio. Maybe Baron Corbin so picks it up after he's kicked out of his match with John Cena. <laughs> he's got a broken ankle, but he's he's got a strangled ankle, but he'll make it. Even with a strangled ankle, he's gonna hobble on over there. At Corbin, he's a guy, man. Uh, Bobby Lashley taking on officially the demon Finn yes. Balor. Oh my God, the promo and was great. Yeah, was Lashley it? and 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 fucking little Leo little Rush. Leo, Leo Rush. Little Leo. Nemo. I don't watch the program. I don't Leo Rush. <laughs> He's got a good voice, but I hate him so much. 
Not to be confused with Roosh yes. <laughs> of MLW. But they fame. were in the ring. They were talking some shit. Finn Balor comes on. He's like, yeah, WrestleMania, I'm going to beat you. And then all of a sudden the screen flashes white. And then he's painted up. And it was like, oh, ah. shit. Was it regular demon? Was it pumpkin demon? Was it a new it demon? It was regular demon. I like regular yep. demon. I'm okay with demon yeah. classic. El Demon Classico. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as soon as they, they said that, it's like, well, he can't lose then, huh? <laughs> yeah, as soon as that stipulation came out, everybody knew. I'm glad they winning. did it because I thought for so long, like, they made it seem like he wasn't going to do it anymore. And I was starting to be okay with that. I'm okay with him saving it for only the bigger yeah, pay-per-views. Yeah, but he didn't even. need it to beat them in the first place. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, he beat Leo Rush, but he didn't need the paint. It should to be, that. to me, to me, and even though this is kind of contradicting what I said, but I said that, that WWE goes by WWE's logic, so the demon has to win. For me, what I would do is make the demon no different than the Undertaker's entrance or Triple H's entrance to where it's a it's a special entrance. It's a special uh, event. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily he needs the demon to beat somebody. It's just that, oh, this is so cool that he's busting out the demon because it's important to him or because it's amazing. You know, that that's what it is to so me. So you want to see him lose as the demon then or no? At some point, I would. Yeah, he definitely has to lose as a demon. At some That's point, not today. Abigail, uh, yeah, but um, but I, I think it should be more of that. It shouldn't be like, oh, it's a persona. It should just be like, oh, this is a big event, so he's busting it out to look cool, baby. Just like everybody else does. I mean, they always have special gear for the big events. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I want it to be. You think Bobby Lashley is Terminator this year then? <laughs> Terminator. He can't steal uh he can't steal Cage's gimmick. Dun, 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 dun. Why Triple H did it dun, dun, dun. many times. Yeah, but that was before Cage was doing it. Cage stole it from Triple H. Well, actually, Triple H stole it from Arnold, then Omega stole it from Triple H, then Cage stole it from Let's Omega. Not forget Rey Mysterio did it. Uh, I don't remember I do. that. I'm going to have to look that one up. I believe you. I just don't remember it. I want to see what it looked like. Which Did he do the, the T-2000 or the T-800? Uh, it was like, the, the. I mean, it was the mask, obviously, that was Terminator, and then and he had a red eye. The 800 or the 2000? The They're two it different was, masks. He didn't turn into liquid metal, okay? How do I know that? Because <laughs> he's not Quicksilver. Quicksilver doesn't turn into liquid metal. That's just weird. That would be fucking weird. Why would a super fast guy turn into liquid metal? That's just fucking crazy. You so fast, you liquefy yourself. I don't know. But then you're not going very fast. Then we got a no-holds-barred with Triple H's career on the line. The second career match of the night. Kind of. It's not a stipulation with, with Kurt Angle. Yeah, well, it's all stupid. <laughs> um, I I want to see this one for Batista, but this is definitely not going to be a good match. Oh, this is going to be a five star Tokyo Dome match. <laughs> not a fucking thing. Pasty. Give me what I want, Hunter. Give me what I need. Oh yeah, what do you want? What do you need? Tell me what you want. Give me what I want, Hunter. Give me what I need. 
Oh, yeah? Okay, Pacey. Well, what do you want? Pacey, turn your fucking gay porn down and explain to me what happened in the lead up to this match. That's what Pacey. happened. Oh, shit. They made up gay porn out of WWE Studios. And it went on way too long. And, like, Batista seemed like he was tripping up over his words. And it was just... It was bad. WWE Studios presents Not to mention Triple H Batista challenged Batista. Triple H for this. Triple H called Batista out. Batista shows up, but he's you completely flanked. fucking cut off my WWE Studios commercial. He's fl- flanked right. by a bunch of cops. Yeah, Batista, the guy who beat up Ric Flair. Now he got flanked by a bunch of cops? Yeah. What the fuck kind of homo they shit were is taking this? A page out of <laughs> all in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were flanked by a bunch of cocks there. That's true. <laughs> can I do yeah, it? You, you can go ahead now. WWE Studios presents Triple H Dave Batista in Brokeback Marine. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. Doo-doo. You've seen the Marine take on terrorists. You've seen the Marine take on gangsters. Now watch as the Marine takes on his deepest, darkest feelings. Watch as he comes out to his parents. See the tear in his eye as he loses his one true love. On the battlefield. Give me what I want, Hunter. Give me what I need. I'm giving you what you want. (laughs) This summer, Triple H has the pedigree to feed Batista's animal in Brokeback Marine. Rated (laughs) PG-13. That's just fucking great. Um, I'm not looking forward to this match either, but I'll watch it. I think it's good. I'm happy for Batista to get this match. Yeah. That's that's all I really want to say. Um, these two guys need a no-holds-barred match. They're not putting out a clinic. We know that. So um, with that being said, it's Triple H. It's WrestleMania. Everybody knows what my pick is. Triple Mania? Triple Mania strikes again. What do you got, Pasty? See, I got to go out on a limb here and say Hunter's seeing more and more of his cultivated kids come up from NXT and not be used properly because of reasons like this. And I think this is Hunter being willing to step down as an in-ring competitor. He doesn't need to fight. Last time he had a fight, he tore his pec. I bet he fucks himself up in this match. (laughs) No shit. I... I worry that this isn't a good match, but I'm hoping it's the best match either one of them have put on in a very, very long time. Well, Batista hasn't had a match in a very, very long time. But I'm hoping it's grade caliber Batista and not Blue-Tista or Boo-Tista. It's, I mean, it's going to be, it's it's a match just for what Mm -hmm. it is, obviously. And I don't expect it to be more than that. Now, don't um, get me wrong, I too. I would love it. to see Batista have one match and go away again. Yeah. I don't want to see him stick this, around for long, but... This is a match I really don't care who wins. And 
not because I think they both deserve to win. I think Batista deserves to win if there is a deserves. But I know that Jean-Paul Levesque is, is deep down in Triple H's head and he's telling him, I have to win and maybe... Can, can uh, Batista come out as Drax? I, I mean, they not. all get WrestleMania entrances. He should come out as his 007 bad guy. He's more badass. <laughs> but Drax could stand very, very still and become invisible. What if he Plus came out as the mind of the cerebral assassin? What if he came out as Barista Batista and he's carrying coffee with an apron? <laughs> Barista Batista. Spilling hot coffee on you, motherfucker. And we follow that with the first match, the first without, a match without a title or stipulation. We did that perfectly. I love it. <laughs> we got AJ Styles versus Randy Orton in a why in the fuck is this match on this card match? Because they haven't had a match before. That's the reason. Because that that's a WrestleMania worthy reason. I think, I think they can put on a WrestleMania worthy match. I don't know if they will, but I think they can. Orton, when it's a big show, will put out a good match. And AJ can get a good match out of anybody. So this will be a solid match. I'm not worried about that. It's not going to be match of the night, but it's not going to be Triple H Batista bad. It's going to be a good match. I just don't think anybody's going to go back in the annals of WrestleMania 20 years from now and be like, remember that AJ Styles-Randy Orton match from WrestleMania 35? Right. That was the shit. Well, at this point, honestly, and I feel bad for saying this, but I would trade this match for the Cruiserweight match. Oh, no, this was on my <laughs> list of matches I would trade for the Cruiserweight match. Honestly. This one and the Triple H one both. And honestly, the, the Lashley-Finn Balor one. Even though I like both of them. Yeah. I just don't know what the fuck it's there for, I guess. But again, I'm not following I'm not following the product, and that hurts my opinion of things, and I admit that. All right, so who do you think is winning this one? Um, I, I'm going to go Randy Orton, just because why the fuck not? If there's no stipulation, it really doesn't matter who fucking wins right. and loses. And Orton, Orton seems to have been... I haven't watched the product a lot lately, but he seems to have been giving up a lot of wins lately, and I think it'd be okay to let the veteran have a big win over AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Yeah. He's been talking shit about indie wrestlers to AJ in this build-up. Because uh... AJ's been in, in the two biggest companies <laughs> for the last decade, so he's obviously an indie wrestler. Two biggest companies in the world for the last decade. Obviously indie yeah. wrestler. Yep. Yeah. You know? That's how WWE thinks. <laughs> He's an Indian wrestler. He's been wrestling with us for five years. Well, I mean, they're all independent what? contractors. Doesn't make that uh, them all indie wrestlers. <laughs> that is true. They are, they are all indie wrestlers. <laughs> Blew that one right out of the water. You, you fucking nailed that. That was a home run. That was a grand slam, baby. Grand uh, Slam with a touchdown. Just for shits and giggles, I'm going with AJ Styles winning this one. Why not? It's a flip Seems of like a Randy coin. Orton's Again, the grumpy old guy, and therefore we'll probably get his comeuppance. Orton is old man yells at Cloud. Mm. Yeah, I mean, when you don't have a stipulation on a on a Mania match that's as booked as this, it really doesn't matter mm. who wins. It's gonna be a good match. Um, it, 
until you get to the next match, <laughs> which I'm really surprised that you're picked for this one, Pasty. This is the second match without a stipulation or a title. It's Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. I don't know what the story is leading into this, but I just, in my mind of minds, I don't see WWE having Roman Reigns losing his first WrestleMania back from his years-long bout with leukemia that kept him out of the ring for so long that it makes Brian Danielson's battle look like, you know, Well, they've been playing this out where anytime Roman Reigns does something, he'll have a match, he'll win a match. Out of nowhere, here comes Drew, and that kick takes him out, and, like, something's not right in his head, even though he had bone cancer. Maybe it was in his skull or something. But, like, he's not all there. (laughs) Maybe it was a skull. (laughs) They didn't specify which bone. Could have been a skull. So Roman's not all there? That's that's kind of the thing. That's what they're playing right now? uh, Drew's been picking him away since the last pay-per-view. And, I mean, I could see Roman winning, but at the same point, if you wanted to push Drew McIntyre, this is how you do it. And Roman can stand to take a loss. Again, me personally, as a human being, as a wrestling fan, would love, would love to see Drew Galloway beat fucking Joe Anawai at WrestleMania. Would fucking love it. Because one's a really talented pro wrestler, and one is a good wrestler who's politicked his way to the top. Um, and yes, folks, I, I see the hypocrisy with Hulk Hogan being one of my favorite wrestlers. <laughs> Don't fucking tweet me, okay? I get Don't that. at me, there bro. were different eras, though. Different eras, obviously. Different eras. Um, but the, the realist in me and the fact that, again, I, I want to beat you, Basty, I'm going to go with Roman. I don't see Roman losing his first WrestleMania back from his cancer bout, even if it was only for seven days. All right. Coming in at match 10. Yeah, we're not done yet. WWE Championship match featuring the champion Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston for all the ducats and all the buckets. And I said, fuck it. Yeah, this is another coin flip. It is. Because cause it's either going to go, they're either pushing for the huge, uh, very uplifting, heart-lifting, make-everybody-happy, cheerful moment for Kofi Kingston, or they're really pushing the Daniel Bryan's a badass heel, we want you to hate him, and this is going to carry him along for the next few months, beat Kofi Kingston. So it's like, it's it easily could, it's going to elevate either one that high on either side. It's either really going to push Kofi's face or it's really going to push Daniel's heel. So it's a coin flip. Yeah. Uh, I can't shake the feeling that Kofi looks like he's going to win and, and New Day turns on Kofi. I I would... This would be the best spot to do it in. Of any as spot much as I never want to see them split... I think this yeah, is it. Yeah, but they have to. This would be the best spot. And, and I, I think it's something you. like where Vince is pulling the strings backstage saying they have to or they lose their jobs or some shit. You know what I mean? Right. Because New Day just won the tag team gauntlet match to get Kofi and like Xavier and Big E did that on, on Raw. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I, I'm going Kofi Kingston just because I think it's I the want it so story. Bad. And I want it so bad. But if this is the the WrestleMania of old would easily have him being the winner. Mm. So that's what I'm going with. Um, me as a wrestling fan, I'm going to put it this way. Me as a wrestling fan, Kofi Kingston should get a run with the title. It should be a short yeah. run. He is not a world champion, but he's definitely, he's been a globetrotter, man. He's been somebody who's stuck with it. He's a trailblazer. He, he deserves a little bit of recognition. I personally, as a fan, would love to see Daniel Bryan win at Mania, then Kofi Kingston win at the next pay-per-view, which is TLC, hold it for one or two months, and then lose it again. I, so I, I would prefer Daniel Bryan win at Mania, but I'll give it to Kingston. I just also don't see the investment in the new championship going out yet. That makes sense also, although they've done that multiple times. To to the point to where they made a Brahma Bull championship for The Rock and never even used it on TV. They just decided against it after it was mm. already made. Like, well, maybe not. So, but no, I agree with you there too. I mean, uh, why invest that much into that? And then, who knows? <sighs> but from WWE Championship to Universal Championship... We got Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Yes, we do. Holy shit. It's just like they're they're ending the, the pay-per-view with a bunch of coin flips yeah, here, really. man. Yeah, really. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and what I heard this Gonna morning be a good match. I heard this morning was that, that the bets have, have flipped significantly in Brock's favor. <sighs> okay. I don't know why. I like I said, I half ass watched Raw and SmackDown. And I don't think I caught anything that would say Lesnar's going to win this, but. <laughs> There's no reason for Lesnar to lose. There's no reason for Rollins to not win. Um, A lot of people, uh, another rumor in Innuendo I'm hearing about WrestleMania is, uh, what's his name? The Irish UFC. Yeah, Conor, Conor McGregor. McGregor is going to be at WrestleMania. And then there's also a rumor that Cormier might cost Brock. Yeah, Cormier. Cormier. It's a silent R. It's French. Carmer. Cormier. 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 Paul Levesque. It's like if you were if you were a Canadian if you were Canadian and you wanted me to comb your hair you'd be like Cormier. No, if you were Irish, <laughs> that's. That would be... Irish don't say a. Canadians say Cormier. Okay. I get, get it. Ya. Follow. You picking up what I'm laying down? I'm smelling what your rock smelling is cooking. What I'm cooking. Yeah. See, <laughs> we're on the man. All it takes is for us to be gone for a couple of weeks, and we get back on the same fucking path, buddy. Ooh, ooh. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay, going with got... Seth Rollins. I think you are. I think. Okay. But I also think I'm gonna. I'm going with Rollins. Gonna... I think this should be a great yeah. match. It'll be, I'm These hoping it's Brock's on good best matches match this best. year, even though he's had some good matches against small guys. And they wrestled all night to the best match ever. A little One Direction for you Also, folks. they've been very, like, Dean Ambrose had his last match on Raw, like, two weeks ago. Allegedly. And he's been very gone for the last two weeks. 
So I kind of yep. wonder if I, I don't know if we see him turn up tonight that's, or tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say that's another <laughs> thing that's made me think the Seth Rollins thing is all a red herring because they were like, he's going to wrestle his last match and we're not going to have him anymore. We're usually they keep a guy around till the mm-hmm. very end, you know, like it, this is all but really I mean, if he wasn't going to okay with him leaving the AEW. I get where that storyline would go. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to see John Moxley and AEW putting on some fucking hardcore matches. I'm down with that. I'm down with him going to MLW and putting on hardcore matches. I'm down with him going back to fucking CZW or PWG, you know? It just seems that they're pushing it, that WWE, the machine, is pushing it too hard for it to be yeah. real. Uh, but they could be trying to troll the trolls and be pushing it so hard because it is real. It's hard to tell in nowadays I'm landscape. Just, I'm glad they're finally getting smart to that, though, and doing this kind of shit where it's like, what is it? I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Good. Mean? That's what we should do. Yeah, they're at I least knowing everything at least not three ignoring weeks before it. the shit happens. Yeah, they're at least not ignoring yeah. it. I like that. So, and the main we, event, huh? Everything, the, what we're all coming here for. Um... Not gonna, it's a winner-take-all triple threat for both the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships. we got Ronda Rousey defending the Raw title against Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown title against Becky Lynch. Not going to lie, I was really hurt when they added Charlotte to this match. Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch one-on-one would have been such an awesome match. Did that match. change any for you when Charlotte got the, the title, though? I still no. don't know how I feel about that. Like, uh... It didn't, but at the same time, I mean, it's going to be a good match. I think Charlotte's really, I think Charlotte may have her best match ever tonight or tomorrow night. You know, you know what I mean? On this pay-per-view. Um, Ronda Rousey hopefully should have her best match and Becky Lynch doesn't have a bad match. So let's not Did worry about that. Did you catch the segment of them on Raw? They nope. had to fight in a match. It was them versus the Riot Squad. And if they, if anybody okay. fucked up or if anybody didn't work with their team, they would be out of the match at WrestleMania or whatever. Okay. So they fight the match. Ronda Rousey does most of the match, wins the match, and immediately goes after Charlotte. Like, there's no pause. All of a sudden, yeah. a dozen or so cops come out. They're all handcuffed. Well, one of them pushes a cop and gets handcuffed. And they're all handcuffed, and they, like, fight back and forth. You know how, like, Undertaker and Lesnar would do or whatever. But they're handcuffed. <laughs> yep. And so they put um, they put Charlotte in one cop car, and then they put Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey in another cop car. Ronda Rousey smart. and Becky Lynch are kicking at each other. They kick out the glass. Needless to say, they all got arrested. <laughs> but yeah, that was a lot of people were saying it was the most epic brawl That's in history. Cool. But I thought it was like Cheese Fest 2019. It's probably Cheese Fest, but <laughs> I, but they're giving the women the Cheese Fest. Mm. And they're all line they would give to Roman yeah. Reigns yeah. and Braun Strowman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like again, yeah, I don't like it, and I, I would, I would pick it apart. It would be worse. But it if does only show one a little bit of growth. Arrested. If since they all got arrested, yeah. I think that's kind of, kind of a thing. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's good. I think. Oh, oh yeah, and Ronda Rousey got all... somehow from the back seat of the cop car into the front seat of the cop car and crashed one cop car into another cop car before they dragged her out of the cop car. And yet she's released before <laughs> WrestleMania. Hell, the cops even um, drove Becky Lynch to SmackDown the following night. 
where she got out of the back seat without anybody opening the door for her. That happens. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) She is the man. Um, All three of these women, I'm okay with being in the first women's WrestleMania main event. Listeners of this show know how I feel about Charlotte Flair. She is super overrated and probably doesn't deserve where she is. But let's compare apples to apples. Charlotte Flair to Roman Reigns. Charlotte Flair is a better in-ring competitor than Roman Reigns. Charlotte Flair is better on the mic than Roman Reigns. And Charlotte Flair, in in my book, has more name value with the Flair than Roman Reigns does with the Rock lineage. Um, she's a direct flair, and Reigns is a is right. a you know third third removed Rock. So I'll give her that, and I get that it's quote unquote best for business. Charlotte, the Flair name is a bigger name than Becky. Plus, having Lynch. that unknown value in the match just it helps. It, it does. So I'm okay with this. If it gives them the main event, if they, if Vince said, God damn, I'm worried about giving them the main event. I really feel we need to throw Charlotte Flair in there. If that would have cost them the main event, then I'm all for Flair being in there just so they got it. So cool. Awesome. 100%. Um, Pacey seems like he's changing his mind here, but I'm going straight up. Becky Lynch, the man. I, uh, I've had to do some soul searching and thinking since Charlotte Flair won the championship and knowing that one woman Search is going to hold buddy. every championship or both championships, yeah. you know, and they could possibly be unified. Every, both, all, some. They could possibly be unified. Unification. And I feel like this is going to be a happy feeling WrestleMania for a lot of people. And I think this is where Charlotte Flair is going to have both championships, my friend. Is anybody a heel in this? I guess Charlotte is. I mean, Ronda. They turned her back heel again? Because they turned her face to go against the quote unquote heel Becky uh, Lynch. I'd say they're all chaotic. But then they switched Becky back to face. And Dragon Sense, because they're all like off the hinge. Ronda Rousey's like, I don't care. Wrestling's fake. I'm not playing their fucking games anymore. I'm going to do their shit. Uh, Charlotte Flair is the bad guy just because she's in the match and nobody wants her there. And Becky Lynch is supposed to be a bad guy, but everybody loves her. Let's say, let's say in a black and white world on Charlotte paper, the are heel. they all faces? I would she say if you have to look at it as badasses or heels, Flair's the heel because she's the only one. Well, no, let's just let's just look at it as black okay. and white. Like, let's say if they were on any pay-per-view against any other person anywhere, are they the face? Are they the heel? Or I'd say Flair's the heel. Okay, okay. Because I know they had, cha- they had turned her to face against Becky Lynch's yep. heel. And that worked out okay, well. Okay, so she's back yeah. heel again? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. I don't know. Yeah. That's why I want to know. I mean, it'd be interesting. I know we've had face versus face before. It would have been interesting if the first all-women's uh, WrestleMania main event was also an all-face mm. triple threat and main I mean, event. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I from Vince's mentality, too. Like... Fans are pushing for Becky Lynch versus Ronda at WrestleMania. Fans are pushing for women to headline WrestleMania. Okay, you can have all that, but we're putting Charlotte Flair in and she's going to win because you can't have it all. Right. And Ronda obviously is supposed to be taking some time away from WWE after this, so I don't see her to retain. Correct. And Although, remember, they tried to throw us that one with The Miz a while back last year. And uh, and that was and we all fell for it. I did at least full fucking time. And and he didn't miss a fucking day. (laughs) Good man, that man. (laughs) 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm going out on a limb. I want to say Becky Lynch is gonna win the money. The good money's on Becky Lynch for the win. But I think yeah. this is a Vince thing, good money. and I think oh. Charlotte Flair is gonna be the first undisputed women's champion. Okay. I honestly think Ronda Rousey's probably the favorite to win because she is the main name. You know, she's the one that you can yeah. market. So the fact that neither one of us are picking Rousey, I think, is cool because I think she's the obvious pick. Um, you you can't go wrong with Ronda Rousey holding all your championships, being on the cover of everything, yeah. having her name thrown around. Proving she's the you know, best the main, after all these people have been talking. Yeah. yeah. Mainstream people don't know Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair. They know well, Ronda I mean, Rousey. Good Mythical Morning so. fans know Becky Lynch now. They do, but they're not <laughs> mainstream. They're very not mainstream. Oh, pasty. Uh, are we done tonight or do we have to burn a question? I mean, we can ask this burning question. We can always answer it next week. That way we can all think about it a little bit. Let's ask the question and let's answer it at the top of the show all next right. week. So this burning question, it's kind of been lingering a little bit in my brain for a while now. And this was supposed to be asked two weeks ago, but it still pertains now. And that is... Is WWE's poor ratings due to the WWE Network making pay-per-views more accessible? Something to think about, folks. Something to ponder. Maybe maybe put a little research you know, Give in. us some comments. Maybe Let us know back. your thoughts and input on this as well, because I've, I've got some things to say about this. So make sure, put, put your post there on facebook.com forward slash podcast. Let us know what's going on. Hit us up on Twitter. At Beefsticks CSB. You know, you can always email us at beefstickspodcast at gmail.com. Just let us know what you're thinking. Let us know. And if you're a smooth mother lover, slide into the DMs on Instagram. Instagram doesn't have DMs. Don't they have DMs? Well, where do you slide into DMs? You really just just called yourself out. I mean, I give you credit for trying to use the phrase, so I'll give you that. Because people I'll say it on Facebook, one. too, and it's just messages. It's Messenger. It's, it's not a DM. Well, on Facebook, you have you, DMs. No, it's Messenger. Yeah, you do. Do you a know what a DM message. is? Okay, that would be Facebook Messenger yeah, is a direct have message. On, on Instagram now, too, and it deletes itself after your conversation's closed. So that's the DMs you'd slide into, right, you sly motherfucker? I think you're talking about well, Snapchat uh, does Snapchat. that too, but that's a new thing on Instagram. I, I know because when I joined, my old ass had to go through the features and functionalities. Huh. <laughs> How do maybe I do I'm this? old because I didn't know. I didn't know Snapchat had DMs, and I use Snapchat fairly oh. regularly. So well. there you go, folks. <laughs> Fat Mac is old. Pasty White is old. Triple H is old. The shit's it's getting, getting old. old. But we're ready for an amazing weekend. We're ready for an awesome show next week. We hope you all have enjoyed this WrestleMania edition of Beef Sticks Podcast. And don't forget, in two weeks. And don't forget. We're so still on my wavelength. I can feel your penis. It's awesome. I know you can. I'm putting it in you right now. (laughs) Big 100, baby. Keeping it 100. Keeping it 100 with Pasty White and Fat Gotta Mac. admit, we should have been there a long time ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, but I like the fact that it falls right after the WrestleMania insanities. Plus, you know, after WrestleMania, 
I have to face the Piper. I got a punishment coming up. And what better episode to do it on than episode 100? And I think that's a great place for a hundredth episode right after all the mania stuff. It's a good spot. And, and let's be honest. Um, we may not be the most popular podcast ever, but there's millions of podcasts that never make it to a hundred episodes. Yes, there is literally millions. Some from real high profile people. (laughs) So we, we owe it all to y'all, the listeners, the fans. We wouldn't be here without y'all. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you next week, man. With that being said, of course, I'm Fat Mac. And my name is Pasty. I'm an old guy, and I don't know much about DMs and sliding. And I will WrestleMania you later. Shake the laffy taffy. That's still hip, right? Yeah. All right.